Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It is the Migs cast. My name is Steve Migs. I'm here with the Reverend in Fuego. Yeah. And a big welcome back to my drug dealer. Glenn Cannon. <laughs> Welcome back. Awful inside joke right there. Yeah, I brought him some pistachio nuts, but I made him wait a month. Oh, God damn it. I forgot a gift for you. It took three weeks for the red dye to set, man. I was trying to do it right. You know? Old school. Yeah, after all the griping, you know? I wanted to make sure I could stain you. Glenn, I pulled a Yikes. Glenn Cannon, man. I was at, uh... I was at, a can. I was at that could show. mean a lot of things. Know, that's a good point. I need to preface it maybe a little bit better. I forgot a gift for you. Uh, that came from a Titanic douche when I was at the, the show that you guys performed at the Tractor Tavern, which was phenomenal. You guys nailed oh, thanks, it. You guys man. crushed it. That was really, really a hell of a night. It was it nice was. to see you guys, at least from, from my perspective, I got to watch you guys relatively sober. And I got to enjoy them 10 miles wide. I They're never, great. I mean, just because the last time I saw them, I didn't really see them. I, <laughs> I saw them, but I didn't see them, if sure. that makes sense. Holy smokes, they were phenomenal. And Mother Crone, too. Dude. Dude. <sighs> Loud Mother and Crone proud. was killer. Um, Woodshed. You know, before them, you had uh, Devils Hunt Me Down. Yes. And I stood at the back of the crowd, literally thinking, I have to follow this. You know? And then I'd turn to the people around me, and they'd look at me like, you have to follow them. And I'm like, yeah, I, I, I'm aware of that. They put on a great show. Before that was Year of the Cobra. They were killer live. And then... Um, you know, opening the night was the boys in Woodshed, and, yep. you know, it was great. Um, I've talked about how much I love Woodshed endlessly, but my bandmates had never seen them until this event, and it was great. Tony, as we were, because it was very tight. I mean, you talk about 20 pounds of S in a five-pound bag, mm-hmm. six bands in the tractor. Whoa. Yeah. Um, ah. So everyone was on deck helping with changeovers, and so... Um, yeah, Tony showed me a picture of the, the backstage area, which really wasn't backstage. It was just... A storage place for gear. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, well, that was what we could fit in there. The rest of it was on the loading dock out back in the cold. Um, I changed clothes <laughs> out back on the loading dock. I was back there in my skivvies with my socks on the deck, you know, like, man, it's cold. And people was were like... Was it just cold or was it like rainy or anything like that? It was that? cold and rainy. Oh, man. Yeah. You guys are yeah. like just holding like, like and, umbrellas out oh, over yeah, everything. And even a bit windy, you know. Oh, well, there, it, it is covered. That loading oh, dock okay. is covered. Oh, so the gear goodness. wasn't out in the weather. It but, was wet. It was cold. It was blowing just like I like my women. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Wow, you know, cool. it was dark. It was bitter. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I had told them about the Woodshed guys endlessly, and, you know, uh, they just destroyed, as they always do. But Tony was helping me throw up Amy from Year of the Cobra Place to Ampeg full stacks, which is just dope, you know? She's this gorgeous little girl with this Rickenbacker slung real low and these two Ampeg stacks. I mean, it's about as happening as happening gets, yeah. but... We're throwing her heads up, and he turns to me regarding Nathan Reno, the bass player from Woodshed, and goes, Dude, 
they've got Cliff Effin Sheehan on bass. <laughs> and I'm like, I know. <laughs> so he was doing all his Cliff Burton Wah stuff, and then at the end of the set, he played his bass with his teeth. What? Oh, man. And I don't mean Is that he... Billy Sheehan too, right? Bill, Billy Sheehan Billy was... Bobby? I can't remember. Uh, it's Billy, Billy Sheehan's yep. the crazy, Mr. remarkable Big. bass player. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's phenomenal. And then, of course, Cliff Burton, right? But yeah, he wasn't just making noise. The man played. Like, played his bass with his teeth while everyone's standing. And it was early, so they maybe played to about 40 or 50 people. But everyone's just standing there with their mouths hanging open like... Wow. Really? Yeah. You know, and Hunter just, dist- their, their whole set was just amazing. Great guys. So I'm, I'm saying guys. from the minute the music started, I mean, Woodshed, Year of the Cobra, Devil's Hunt Me Down, Mother Crone, the mother sh- uh, Mothership, whoops, uh, 10 Miles Wide, and then us. Um, yeah, I stood there all night just going, one, I'm really lucky to be among these bands. Mm-hmm. Two, I've got a lot to learn watching these <laughs> bands. What phenomenal songwriters and performers and just... Uh, you know, it was That's always cool. You could walk away with that kind of a spirit. It was you know staggering. What I, mean? like, yeah. I just thought, man, how are we going to get up there and be worthy of playing oh. with these these five artists? I mean, um, and so we got up and we threw ourselves into it as hard as we could. Mark and Tony uh, got into a pile and hit the deck and took out half of Sean's drum set. And yeah, you missed that. Right? That was um, awesome. You know, it was cool. It was chaos uh, on oh, stage. dude, wow. we, we were. You know, we had to show that we were worthy to be there. I think, and and so uh, we did a couple encore. But I, it was cool when I got off stage. Um, Amy from Year of the Cobra was probably the first face I ran into, and she was just slack jawed and gave me a big hug. That's cool. So I'm like, okay, you know, we we done good. Yeah. We, we did what we wanted to do. Um, you know, it was it was a really phenomenal and and, and special night. And uh, a ton of you know, ton of uh, our listeners of the Mix Cast were there. And, yeah, and, and that's why I, yeah. uh, Mike. I think it was Mike the Bearded Brewer. He gave me one of the very limited edition Mix Cast. Rubber bracelets. Oh yeah, oh, right on, man. And just had a really heartfelt message that he wanted me to give it to Glenn. Oh, that's I'm like, cool. I'm like, no, man. I'm Glenn's around. You can just give it to Glenn. He goes, no, I want you to give it to him. I just want you to let him know how much he means to the podcast and and how much the podcast means to me. Oh, and, that's great. And man. so, of course, it's sitting in my house. That a boy. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm. It's the. Uh, that's a traditional yep. podcast giving. So right in about there. a yeah. month, I'll give it to you. Yeah, I, I, I can't wait, yes. man. I'll count the days. <laughs> and thank you for thinking of me, brother. Um, yeah, because that was a. Man, I, I don't know how much you want to talk about last, because you weren't here last week. We, we brought oh, it up during I'm, the podcast. I'm, I'm but, good, you know. Yeah, um, and, and you know we love you, and, yeah. and, and that was a, uh, no words. No words other than, man, well, it just sucks. Yeah, I mean, that Friday night was the last night I saw my friend Joel Eggert, and uh, it's interesting, one of the images, Zana LaFuente took a, a great photo of me hugging Joel. And Joel's like me. He's just a big, big bear hug kind of guy. And yeah. I'm hugging him so hard, you can't even see his head. You see the top of his head. And it's interesting me looking at that photo now because I swear it looks like I'm hugging him goodbye. You oh. know? And she caught that image. Neither of us knew that photo was being taken. Um, yeah, I know the one you're talking about. You had so, it on your Facebook page, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was up. A couple other photos that were taken within seconds of that one have circulated. And a lot of, you know. Um, but yeah, for all the listeners that don't know or haven't seen on Facebook, a really a good friend of mine um, and a really dear friend to a lot of people in the music community. It's amazing how much he's in his passing has polarized all these people and brought people together. And you even see people that have had old grudges or grievances laying them down and making peace over wow. things. Um, but he uh, he killed himself on his Harley Davidson um, Sunday night. Um, my wife and I were among the first people at the hospital there, uh, Monday morning. 
Um, he was already on life support at that point. Um, brain function ceased, I think, around 11 a.m. Um, and they kept him on life support so that, uh, you know, friends and family could go and spend time with him. And I went in there with him, uh, you know, I was in there with him three different times. Wow. Hard, very hard to see your friend in that state. But, you know, we were told they were going to, you know, pull the plug. I don't even like using those terms, but um, that's how it's referred to. So here we are having this conversation. Um, the next morning, Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. and then 9 a.m. And then we thought it had happened at 9 a.m. I found out, I believe it was Thursday night, that they still had him around. But the reason for this was that uh, Joel was an organ donor. And they kept him on life support and found placement for, I believe, his liver, his kidneys. He saved, directly saved, four or five lives just via vital organs. Um, As I understand it, they harvested bone marrow because people that get marrow cancer, Mm -hmm. a transplant can correct that. Actually, that's something that's real close to our hearts because um, Mark's sister, um, who's, I mean, the Harris family is my family. Um, She had bone marrow cancer and it was a real tragedy because no one was a match for her. It was a real hard fight. They did find her a match. She's actually in great health now. So that's how I lost my uncle. Um, It it, it, it prolonged his life. Because it went through all that, but then it didn't stick. Yeah. And, but it's like one of those things also near and dear to my world. She's doing well, man. You know, yeah, awesome. it's you get lucky, sometimes you don't. But yep. even Joel's bone marrow, as I understand it, even some of his skin wow. for maybe burn victims. Um, I'm told that the amount of people that were helped is into the 50s and 60s. That's by his family. Wow. And then the lives that were directly saved. Um, there were, you know, four or five people that received vital organs that will save their lives. And you hear these stories sometimes um, about people who, when they do get these organ transplants that almost like there's something different about them yeah i mean there's got to be a he sounded like an incredible human being so his spirit is now in multiple people which i know sounds weird but i i've heard these stories before where people get heart transplants and almost like they pick up some of the nuances of the person that they so you can only hope that not only are they getting his body and you know but they're also getting part of his soul well, in a sense you know what i mean you, you know abs- absolutely and i saw i forget who it was that made the post cuz i mean a lot of people have been on and that my knee jerk is just to stay away from social media and i did for the majority of that day regarding saying something of my own it's hard um well it's is this the place for that is the way i feel about it um but it's 2016, and this is how people communicate now. So it took me a whole day to even come to peace with that. And I finally, I think, made my first post regarding Joel Monday evening. And it was only because I saw people that I respect and care about posting. And I was like, man, you need to acclimate to the fact that this is 2016. Yeah. And this is how people grieve and communicate and, and express themselves now. I struggle so, with that still. Like, I, I, yeah. I mean, it's inevitable we lose our family. And I always, it's you a know, silly thing that comes in my head, Facebook? but I'm like, yeah, if, if one day my, when my parents are no longer here, because I see people do that, and I'm yeah. always just like, man, it's such a, it's so hard to stomach, but you're right, you're right. That's, that's how people express is, themselves yeah. now. That's, that's the era we live in, but um, there was, there have been a lot of wonderful things posted, but one that really struck me, um, you know, there's been a lot of different things that have happened that have just obviously brought me to tears, but uh a guy put up that said, uh, on Friday night, Joel Eggert got a bunch of his friends, seven of his friends, I think it said, into a sold-out show. Mm-hmm. On Saturday, he, uh, I think it was an animal. Uh, yeah, I think like a Humane Society. Some yeah. Humane Society I, I saw event. the poster talking about it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I saw it too. You know, and it was just a list of all the things the guy had done over the weekend, and it said on Monday, he, he united the entire city in a way no one could imagine. On Tuesday, he gave his organs to save other people's lives, and it said, that's the definition of a badass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's wow. that's my friend. Yeah. Um, it's been a hard week, man. And and honestly, on on a on a personal level, and I won't I won't get into 
my uh, personal life too much just for the sake of respect of my loved ones. But um, that was the beginning of my troubles. My the, the, the doors blew off my universe Tuesday afternoon. Um, just it's one of those man, really mm-hmm. um, kind of weeks I've I've been. Uh, it's been hard, man. It's been really just shockingly like I can't believe all this is happening at once. But that said, um, I'm hopeful. I feel strong. I feel ready. Um, uh, people have rallied behind me quietly and privately to support me in the, the tragedies that befell me, even <laughs> beyond my friend Joel. Um, and everything's going to be all right. Uh, and I don't know. It, it's hard to keep that attitude. It's hard to keep that kind of focus. It's hard to... Part of what happened for me is, you know, I was just torn apart over Joel and then this other situation popped up and I literally, I went into country boy mode. I'm like, you got to shut all that off right now and you have to be strong and solid and positive and you just shut it off. And so I did. Mm-hmm. And that's how I've gotten through this past week because I needed to prop other people up. Yeah. And a lot I, of people are hurting. I've done that. Well, people very close to me, people right. within my family, um, you know, over a situation, like I said, I'm not going to get into publicly because I don't feel that's the form for that. But I've had to just shut it off and be as solid as, as I can. And in a weird way, maybe that's something I desperately needed. And even the problems that befell me Tuesday afternoon, I think, are problems that are going to create change that was necessary and maybe make for a brighter future. So, um, you know... It's been a hard week, but I'm I'm good and I'm really happy to be here. And for all the podcast listeners, you know, I want you to know I'm sorry for not being here last Tuesday. There's no place I'd rather be. Um, you know, thanks for understanding. I just I, I called Steve Monday and said, "Look, you can't put a microphone in front of me tomorrow." Yeah, you no know, way. there's there's just no way. Um, so yeah, you know, um, they're doing a uh, sort of a life celebration for him. Um, Sunday at Slim's. It'll run from noon to six. And it's interesting, you know, an event page was created and I think the capacity of Slim's last chance down on First Ave, which is just such a great place. Right? Maybe 112. And I yeah. think there's about 300 confirmed. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know it's how... outside, probably. I, I hope it doesn't rain. I don't know how they're going to deal with that. But, I mean, even people that didn't know Joel know someone that did. Dude, and, like that, that was what we talked about last week. I never met yeah. him. I'm in the same room as him on Friday night. I, I'm positive I've probably like crossed paths. Oh, I'm sure you have, man. But yeah. when I saw when I first talked to you, I was devastated because you're my friend and I love you and I hate hearing any of my friends going through hard times. And then I go on Facebook and it's like, oh man, holy s! Everybody that I know, yeah, has been impacted by this, to this guy. guy. Yeah, it's man. like he he's like he's the Kevin Bacon and silly. I know, but you know six what degrees I mean? of Kevin Bacon. Like, no, I totally get. But the you reference. know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's it was unbelievable. Yeah. People who. And it was not even like, okay, well, that makes sense that they all know him. But then there's like someone out of left field. I'm like, well, they don't even know that person, but they know him. Yeah. It was just well, and so what, you've, heavy. what you've got is people rallying to be there for the people that did know him. Mm-hmm. Um, people literally are like, I didn't meet Joel. I don't know him, but I'll be there Sunday because so-and-so and so-and-so who are dear to me are devastated by the loss of this guy. And it's just... He was one of those cats that just had that light about him. Um, from the minute I met him, I loved him. Um, you know, he connected with my wife, um, uh, Amy, uh, his his ex-wife. But, of course, they, they're amicable. Everything's cool there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they took great care of Tawny one weekend when I was out of town. Just world-class treatment, hung out till the dawn, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, um, a real connection. And I think Joel had that 
effect on everybody that crossed his path. He was just one of those people that radiated that thing. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's why it hit me so hard. I mean, someone had asked me if, if he was a close friend and I said, well, he wasn't in my inner circle. You know, I've got my pack of bandmates and, you know, but I saw him maybe once every two weeks. But every time I saw him, I hugged him so hard, I'd damn near snap his spine because. Which for some people, seeing someone yeah. once every couple of weeks would make, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, you're very. I wish I could see my parents that often. Right. You know, but I mean, like, <laughs> he just was the type of person that when I saw him, it was like, man, everything's going to be better because I just like, dude, my wedding anniversary, I, I rehearsed and I asked my wife to meet me down at Slim's. I, I think, um. Who was playing down there? My buddies in uh, Comedy of Terrors were playing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, babe, you know, it is our wedding anniversary. We've got special things we're going to do. Um, but I'll meet you down at Slim's. And I was coming down Occidental um, past Studio 7 to head down First Ave South to Slim's. And I saw Joel's bike out back of Studio 7. And I literally pulled in and went in and found him and said, dude, look. It's my wedding anniversary. I'm coming to Slim's. You got to come with me because my wife's head will <laughs> pop off her shoulders if you show up there with me. Mm -hmm. And, of course, he's like, dude, we're there. And it was uh, me, um, Vinny, who's probably Joel's best friend, and my buddy Freddie. Um, and they all piled on the Harleys. And it was like a, you know, a squadron of Spitfires, man. I had the, the 66 <laughs> Pontiac <laughs> being trailed by all these Harleys headed down to Slim's. And we all, we rolled in and Tawny was standing out front. That's and, the nerdiest visual I've ever Oh, uh, it's killer, man. You know? <laughs> that, is like, that is like a badass visual. Oh, it was yeah. like that, dude. I had, yeah. my, I had my hand out the window with the horns up and I had my three buddies and their Harleys behind me. I had me, to feel great. And, well, I'm, I'm telling you, we pulled up out front, and Tawny was standing there, and as suspected, her jaw just hit the ground. Mm -hmm. I mean, Vinny and Freddie are family to Tawny and I. We love and, 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 and respect those guys so much. And then it's one of those things where the minute Joel pulled his helmet off, my wife lit up like the sun, and I knew she would. Yeah. And that's, that's the guy he was. That's the effect he had on people. And I think that's why, um, that's why it's hit everyone so hard, because you just hate to see such a bright light go out. And yeah. um I can tell you without getting into too much of it, I'm, I'm really familiar with the details of the accident at this point, and I'll tell you that my buddy didn't suffer. Um, I think he was probably confused for a split second, and then he was gone. So wow. I actually take comfort in that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Understandably so. Yeah. Uh, you know, Tawny and I, Tuesday night, we're all... <laughs> You know, just a mess. And she finally looked at me and said, I don't I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And I was like, you know, and we're money's a little tight right now. That's life. It's 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 not that kind of thing. But we couldn't afford to join everyone. Most people were out partying and ripping it up, kinda just trying to shed the pain or band together or mm -hmm. all of the above. And, of and we, yeah. we couldn't be among those people. Um and I said, Here's what we're gonna do and we went right down to a frame shop and bought a frame and a mat and then we drove across town to an all night print shop and printed a beautiful black and white glossy of him sitting on that bike. It's a beautiful picture. And we framed yeah. it and we hung it in our home because now he's always gonna be in our home. So it's awesome. That's what her and I did Tuesday and Yeah, man, you know, it uh these things happen, man. They happen to all of us. Um and here we are, man, and uh yeah, I, I don't know what else to, to say, dude. No, I don't want to, like, yeah. yeah. Dude, no, and I'm, just, I'm, thanks for letting me talk about it, man, you know? Um, well, I know a lot of people who listen to this love the guy. Yeah. Um, and I got a lot of great uh, messages and letters from people that were, and, and it was just, it just sucks. I listened to last week's cast. I thought that was really cool, and I, I made sure that uh, the guys in the guessing game um, had access to that as well. You know, mm -hmm. you, you played their tune, um, you know, Dear God, and, and yeah. The dedication. I thought all of that was killer. It really, that. that was really cool of you guys to take a moment and do that. And I, I'm sure it meant a lot to Jeff 
Um, you know, the things you said about Jeff's song and, yeah. you know, uh, the dedication. Yeah, to I Joe creep Art. him out from I time to time with all. my love for his lyrics. <laughs> and his songs. You're right. I mean, well, I creep him out from time to time just by being his friend. So. Yeah, he's a great guy. And uh, that's Jeff Rouse. And we've had him on the mix guest. I'm sure we will again whenever they have something going on and they want to promote it. Yeah. Of course, the open door for those guys. But took on a whole new meaning for that song. Sure, man. It's amazing what music does. I mean, as a musician, you know that too. Yeah. I would imagine it's just like songs that mean a lot all of a sudden go to another level. And that was like, that song already meant a lot to me yeah. for the content of the lyrics. But then to know that, hey, I don't know this guy, but him and I had the same opinion and the same passion for a song that our friend wrote. Yeah. It was just a weird... No, of course. You know man. what I mean? Yeah. 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 It, it's a, a cool thing, actually, you know, um, just people banding together and communicating. But uh, Ted Walker had, had shot me a YouTube video of Joel playing a song that he had written. And, that was my uh, question. I was trying to see, like, I, I don't, like, was, was... He was a music lover. Right. Um, you yeah, know I, mean? I was like, he, it, he was he in a guitar. band? No, was he... he wasn't, man. I think he just loved it. I mean, and I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, those that know him better than I do, maybe he was in a band years ago. I don't know. That but was, nothing currently. That wasn't or, my experience with right. him. Mostly he loved music, he loved musicians, he loved people, he loved getting people together and hanging out and having a damn good time, and, um, but anyway, um... Ted sent me that YouTube video of Joel performing his song, and of course Tony and I are going to do an unplugged song um, in the twelve to six hour uh, at um, at his life celebration on Sunday. And as soon as I saw that, I'm like, damn! And so uh, Tony and I are going to play Joel's song. Wow! Um, yeah, joined by our buddy Ben. Um, so there'll be three of us up there, but we're going to do Joel's. I thought that'd be cool. You know, yeah, play play dude. Joel's song. You know, because we were trying to figure out what to play. You know, the last post he ever put up ever. It was a photo of Scott Weiland. Yeah, I saw that. And it just said, miss you, Scott. And and uh, it's funny, people that were connected to this. Joel was a handsome dude, man. Uh, he even went as Scott Weiland for Halloween one year. If you've seen those photos. <laughs> when I saw the picture, I was like, okay, that's Scott Weiland. But then I looked at pictures of Joel, and then I'm like, There were Wait, people that thought that... it was Joel. Yeah. There were literally people yeah. that were like, oh, we're going to miss you so much. And I think they saw that photo and assumed it was Joel. I mean, he was just, he was a studly looking guy, man. You know, mm -hmm. good for my brother, but... um. You know, we were going to do an STP song um, because that was his last post. And I know he loved that band and I know he loved Scott as an artist. But, um, you know, once I found out that there was a piece of his material we had access to, I was like, Tony, man. And he's like, oh, I, yes, absolutely. We're gonna, and you we're know, gonna he would have, that would have floored him if, you know, yeah. I mean, like, I, and I always say, I say, like, I hope in the, we do live in some weird way of. Right, like you, we always hear the story. So he's looking down upon us. I hope he is. I hope that it is true. Yeah, I mean, obviously, as a religious yeah, person, yeah. I, I I like to. I have hope that it is. Yeah. I have faith that it is, and I would imagine that that's well, going to be something where he's going to have a, a that, smiling grin to grin, having yeah, a guy man. that who he loved going to see perform perform something Playing that one he of wrote. His songs. That's that that well, that's and, the epitome of a great tribute to a man. That, that's you know that and and. I'm sure, I mean, I can only imagine if, if he is able to see all this somehow, if he is looking down on us, um, to see all the people that his life united would have to be staggering. I mean, it's it's got to be staggering, the impact that this man made on, on all of us, you know? So I, I hope that he can see all that and, mm -hmm. it, and it helps him uh, smile. Yeah. Because he's going to be dearly missed, you know? Sounds like, yeah. I mean, geez. 
So, well, well we love you. Yeah, thank you. I apologize again to all the no, listeners for not being don't here worry, last at, week. I hate missing the podcast, man. You know, after the show, we're tar and feathering you like we <laughs> do to anyone who listens to the podcast, uh, which could be uh, quite possibly that's totally fine. Read the stripper, I, I, she's supposed to be here. Uh, but that was 40 minutes ago that she was supposed she's, to be here. She's not been accosted by airport security again. I, she? I wonder, well, she did say she was going to be going through some traveling things. So I got to just quickly text our boy Danny uh, because he's waiting outside, but he also wants to go to the Sounders. Yeah. So oh, the parades today, too, man. I was concerned yeah. about uh, the but march I, and rally. Yeah, like, I was. Um, part of me wants to go to it, but I'm like, oh, I'd rather do the podcast. And <laughs> if I got time after that, I'll run over there. But, like, you know, I mean, I wanted to see you. I want, yeah. Yeah, man, I missed you. You could have said, hey, man, we're doing no. the podcast after the parade. Ah, no, <laughs> we got time. We'll run to the parade. If not, no big deal. But I'm going to just quickly do the dumb voice to text thing. That oh, way I could let him know because I know he wants to bail. Yeah. If you need to bail, dot, 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 feel free, period. If you could just let the front desk know to tell her to just come to the back, comma, I'm sure she knows where that is, period. Dongs! I hope you picked up dongs. Nope, it didn't. Damn it! I, I just want to hip you that if you say the word ellipsis, it'll create three dots. Really? It knows that that's an ellipsis. No. Life hacks! Oh, yeah. If no. I, I go, hey, Steve, man, ellipsis. it's Glenn Ellipsis. Holy crap, it does! Because yeah. <laughs> I use ellipsis all the time. Um, the fact that you can say it, congratulations. Yeah, I can't help. I can't. I, 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 type, <laughs> I type the way I talk. Um... Incoherently, haha. So that uh, helps. But yeah, I have to do like, man, I told you I'd be there, quote, around five, quote, and you know how it is, ellipsis, and it'll do it. But then I'll be like, so I'll be there around 7.30, and it'll be like, I'll be there at dogs 7. <laughs> Dude, it's so like, weird. What? Right. Some of the things like- You I, got ellipsis, and you couldn't figure out, ouch? <laughs> you know, what, like yesterday, what is going on? I was talking to Craig Gass on via text, and I said something about like Alice in Chains, and I, I send it, I look at it, and it goes- who the hell is Allison James? <laughs> I'm like, God dang it. Yeah. Stupid thing. Well, every time I say Tawny into mine, it puts in Tony, and I keep auto-correcting it so that it says Tawny. And I'll be like, Tawny, and it'll say Tony. Or you should hear it, you know, it'll repeat stuff back, because I'll do the, you know, hit the thing when I'm driving, and be like, call Tony Abreu. Mm-hmm. And it'll say, calling Tony It's so confused by his last name, man. I, I, like, I want to play it for him sometime just so he can shake his head and cuss at my phone, man. My, my favorite is how he tries to say Bremerton. Have you ever heard it say that? Oh, no. Bremerton. Bremerton. How's it do with like Squim or Puyallup? Oh, man. No, I don't. It goes Puyallup. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Freaking Siri. You know, well, hey, you know, the future ain't perfect yet. So. I, I have a quick, uh, you know. I have a story uh, maybe we'll get to. I want to, since we've been talking about what's going on in your world, um, you did post something, and I always, I remember last year, I think it was, when we were dealing with, um, we had unfortunately a, a, a listener of our podcast, he, he took his life. Oh, man. And his mom called us because we were the last number, our, our, our mates oh, kept, oh, man. Oh, dude. Like, it was, I mean, now I'm at a place where I can kind of talk a little bit about it, but in the, I mean, I was fully, like, almost on the, I was like, I don't even know if I could do this job, because it was like, it was heavy because it was like that was the last number he called, oh, God. and I don't check the you know the Migscast line all the time. And it was it was looking back on it, the the text he left was a cry for help, and it was like, oh, like a punch in the gut. Yeah. And then right around the time, that's when I met our little buddy Shay, a kid that was battling a neuroblastoma. Uh, his family reached out to me to give like a, a virtual tour of the studio mm-hmm. while he was in the hospital. I went back and visited him after the fact, brought him a teddy bear, became friends, text buddies. We don't text as much right now. He's Incredibly, he's fine. He's cancer-free. Nice. Oh, that's great. When I first met him, 
he was they didn't know if he was going to make it through the month and it's just been miracle after miracle for this kid and he's a fighter and he, and his his family made it very clear that like people like myself and there was a few other people that called him um, and, like that helped his spirits just to be able to deal with like whatever crap he had to ingest like medication wise and you know it was like help bring his spirits up and that really helped my spirits as well and it's like sometimes you find these weirdest things to help your and, and hopefully Fingers crossed. I know I'm rambling, but hopefully, fingers crossed, he's going to be okay. There's still a chance that it could come back. It's sure. not, I mean, this this is not the, the he's done with cancer and yeah, everything's that's great. The nature but, of that. Yeah. But I know some people have always asked, "Hey, how's he doing?" And I always forget to address it. But he's doing good. That's, that's awesome. Amazing. Which is yeah. I, it bums me out though because he lives on the east eastern Washington. Because I kind of miss my video game buddy. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I spent a lot of time at Seattle, Seattle Children's just playing video games with the guy. Right, it was a right. game like quickly, like, I mean, to the point where like, I love the game. And now man. we got to pile you in a Cessna to get you over there. Right, man. right. <laughs> <laughs> so like, that was like that moment where I was like, gosh, I needed that badly. And, and, and you shared a story on your Facebook, and it was like such a fascinating story about... Uh, oh, this you, was my work day Saturday morning. Please, tell tell because I, I was just oh, like... Oh, you can read it if no, you I want, No, I only grabbed man. it just to remind myself. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, um, yeah. <laughs> I, um, well, as I was saying, it was a challenging week, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then as a result of other circumstances, I felt that I had to go into uh, just, um, I don't know how to describe it... Uh, I just had to lock everything down and go into damage control mode. Mm-hmm. So just everything's cool. Everything's fine. Don't worry. I don't want you to cry. I'm going to take care of this. Everything's good. And, and that's what was required. And honestly, that's probably just the, the appellation in me. You know what I mean, man? I, Mark and I laughed because I was like, yeah, I went into straight hillbilly mode. And he cracked up. But he knew what I meant. Mm-hmm. Just everything's cool. I'll fix it. It's fine. Don't worry. I got because this. you guys grew up together. Well, aren't you okay? I'm fine. I'm telling you I'm fine. Don't worry about a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll adjust my feelings after everyone else is feeling That is okay. a thousand yeah. parent. Let me fix everything. And then I'll go in the tool shed and ball for an hour. You I know, know? I know that. Yeah, me know and know the roaches, is. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Damn, no. roaches never bring tissue yeah, for I know, yeah, man. Right? Yeah, crunchy some little them, fellas. Some of them fly away. You know, I've even tried splitting atoms around them. They're tough. They're still there. <laughs> my skin's green and my afro's orange, but they're still there. Um, so I, I, you know, I, I do uh, I do live sound for a living, um, among other things, for a company called Live Oak. And Saturday morning, I was up at uh, O Dark Thirty. I think I got up at five. Um, I had to be over at this pl- kind of a beautiful place, uh, tucked in in the area of the U District, U Village, called uh, Tolaris Conference Center. Real pretty grounds with a lake and all the stuff. And oh, they have yeah. these various structures everywhere. And people come from all over to do events at this place. So they needed um, not a big sound system, just just minimal stuff. Enough to get it through. Right, right. So um, I got there at O-Dark 30, and uh, I have no idea what I'm doing. You know, it's the way it is with any of these jobs. You know what you're doing. Here's the equipment list. You're going to meet their tech at some point. Make sure they and get they're going to let you know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, man. Okay, and okay, and, yeah, and yeah, you go yeah, to the yeah. job. So I went. I set up... Um, you know, set up just some heavy-duty powered speakers, like some some big powered 12s and stuff, because apparently they were going to be cranking music, and set the room up nicely and tied it into the system that's already there and just got it sounding really robust. And I'm like, okay, I'm satisfied that when these cats show up, they're going to be really tickled with what I've put together for them. And then I'm out kind of in this waiting area, waiting, and this sweet little girl in a power what chair... Okay. Rolled in. Oh, that's all right, man. Actually, that was my inner dialogue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she rolled in, and um, we just got chatting, and, and oh, she was yeah. like, um, 
you know, so uh, are you familiar with are you familiar with Thomas? Are you with Thomas's group? And I'm like, you know, hey, I, I just the sound guy. I have no idea what I'm doing here this morning. She's like, oh, well, Thomas is like a world class spiritual healer. He travels the world. He does all these events. I saw him here. I saw him there. Um, I, when I had met the Dalai Lama, then I met and I'm like, Jeez. whoa, wow. So, and she's a sweetheart. So then her and I got, and she was like, the thing about Thomas is he's very accessible and, you know, you can approach him and he feels so down to earth. And so I, I was able to find common ground there. I'm like, well, it's, you know, I'm, I'm a bit of an entertainer and, you know, I, I make it a point not to be away from the people that come to see us. I like to be out among them. I'm, I'm at the bar, I'm in the crowd. And, and so we had this great rapport all of a sudden, and we're talking about the same thing about just being accessible to people and not wanting to be above anyone, but among people, you know, and I was discussing, I don't want to be seen as an entertainer. I want to be seen as a member of the audience. It's very important to me that I'm perceived not as higher than, but one of. There yeah, are a lot of people that want to be rock stars. I don't want to be a rock star. I want to be a glorified fan. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Yeah. So, that, you know, yeah. like we're all in this together. Right. It's our show. And a glorified fan that could shred on a guitar <laughs> sweet oh, pipes. Yeah, sure. Oh, dude, I mean, half, yeah. the, half the people that come to see Window Paint are probably sitting there going, man, I could play circles around that guy and, and good. Those people are you know? idiots. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. No, don't say that. They'll stop buying me drinks. That's a good point. Um, <laughs> but anyway, we're having this great discussion about accessibility. And, and yada yada and, and just and then she explained that this guy does a thing called tuning and she's like you know he sings these huge you know you've heard about the monks that can activate both sets of vocal cords and yeah. that kind of thing so yeah. it's not just going uh it, it's like a whoa that this, this guy yeah this guy creates yeah. this chamber of sound within himself and then the audience will join in that and she's like have you ever heard any of that I'm like I think I'm familiar and she called up some events that she had been at where you know literally it's like a thousand people all doing this and we're just sitting there in the lobby me and her cupping my hands around her phone to make it louder and i'm just like whoa in awe of this like wow you know i'm having this great connection with this girl so um it was all very cool and so then uh thomas I'm showed trying up. to find one of these oh yeah yeah i think it's called toning but um when thomas showed up by that point a few other people had trickled in some more of his sort of assistants or mm -hmm. crew or whatever you want and everyone was very oh my goodness you know uh, oh, you know, and of course, I don't know the guy, and I'm right. there to help, so I just roll up. Hey, man, at hey, this point, I've, I've pinched an M&M-sized chunk of meat out of my thumb. I had been bleeding profusely. <laughs> um, you know, oh, yeah, the tape line. Oh, right yeah, there. so yeah. I couldn't get it to stop bleeding, so I wrapped it in duct tape so tight the end of my picture. thumb turned purple. <laughs> oh. Got the quick, but now I roll up to this guy, and I shake his hand with my thumb taped on, you know, and he spots that. I'm like, yeah, you like that? And I just got him, I loosened him right up, and I think he's used to people, oh, yeah. Yes, you know, and I'm right. like, yeah, man, I had to tape my thumb on this morning. I didn't want to bleed all over your equipment, you know, but <laughs> I've had all my tests and shots and I, I just did me and he lightened right up and laughed. And, and that was part of the thing I said in my post is I like that because the minute you can make someone laugh, they're then disarmed. That was a and, great line. I, 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 when you wrote that, I was like, that is a powerful line. Well, I, I love, true. I do love making people laugh. I really enjoy that. And part of the reason behind it is the minute you make someone laugh, all barriers and all walls cease to exist and their comfort. Mm -hmm. When someone laughs, a genuine laugh, their comfort is now exponential. So if I'm meeting someone and I can get a good laugh out of them, their comfort with me is instantaneous. And in this instance, what's important to me is trust. So this guy's a big wig and I'm the guy responsible for making him sound good. And I've got a good laugh out of him. I'm shaking his hand. I'm building rapport. And he now knows I've never met this guy in my life but I bet I can trust him. And that's important to me. Mm -hmm. It's part of what I do in all my in all walks of life. So anyway, we go in and we get a sound check going for this guy and he's testing the mic. He's really tickled with how it sounds. And 
we're playing with the room a bit, big high ceiling, kind of cathedral ceiling in this little spot. And and then he started doing some of his toning for sound check. And as he rolled into that, man, that little valve that I had tightened down yeah. so very tight for the sake of damage control um, came pretty well unthreaded. And I was in the back of the room just trying so hard not to break down crying. Um that. He moved me. He really, his vibe and his energy and what he was doing and what he created, he moved me. And in that moment, it really felt like, and I think as I put it, hey, a-hole, because that's my inner dialogue always. Um, <laughs> Your inner dialogue is very rude to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. like me very yeah, much. kind of a jerk. You know, it it's, uh, doesn't care for me very much. But uh, it literally <laughs> felt like um, someone saying, hey, man, this is all a lot bigger than you and there's something going on here a lot bigger and a lot greater than what you're going through so wake up you know dumbass and that's literally how it felt to me and all of a sudden you know as much as i'm broken the uh oh you did you find some toning or yeah it says a miracle tone clear negative energy oh see yeah there you go so um, the loss of my friend and then everything else that was going on, it just hit me to the, this is a moment in time. This is a thread in a blanket. Don't lose sight of everything around that thread. I remember years ago, my wife and I were having this terrible, terrible fight. And she was so distraught and so devastated. And, and I felt that she had lost perception. And so I was trying to reel in her perception. And I said, listen to me. And we were in our bedroom. And I mean, she was so upset. And it was a really brutal fight. And there was a penny on the carpet, and I picked up that penny, and I said, listen to me, listen. Right now is this penny, and it seems like a big deal, because all we're talking about is this penny. All we're fighting about is this penny. The only thing we're concentrating on is this penny. I'm like, you are forgetting the entire room. Don't lose sight of the room. We're going to fight about the penny. We're going to figure out the penny, but it's a goddamn coin on the floor. Don't forget about the room. And she stopped crying and was like, wow. And then we were able to work through that problem. And that's the way I felt when Thomas did his thing. It was just like, dude, you have become so focused on the tragedy that's beset you um, this week that you've lost sight of the room. Mm -hmm. And so it was just the slap in the face that I needed. Open your eyes and remember that there's a lot more going on right now. And... uh, yeah, it was what I needed when I needed it, and I swear to you, you know, it's one of those things, man. It was like uh, the universe just kind of gave me the shot of whiskey I needed. <laughs> the music is better late than more never. Powerful. And perfect timing. We got red, just walked right in. Dude, those are some great words. We were just way. talking about divinity, uh, divinity, divinity, right before you walked in. Yeah, I can't say that word. Yeah, usually you walk in and we're talking like we're doing fart jokes. Yeah, and we're actually having like a pretty heavy conversation. Well, that happened right earlier. Now. Yeah. Can we just have this music play in the background the whole time? I feel <laughs> way more worldly, way more spiritual. Well, this sounds like a bunch of synths. If you can find, um, like what she played me was recorded live and it was maybe a thousand people okay. all just singing random tones and man it was incredible I, I, I hope i can figure let me see <laughs> so yeah that was what that that facebook post was all about man i just decided to share it because it seemed like plus once i had them up and running i had a couple hours to kill 
I thought I did something wrong on the board. Yeah, I was literally. <laughs> you actually did. Like, That's actually how that happened. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. I turned around. I'm like, wow, Red's singing now. <laughs> Thanks for that, Red. You do not want to hear me sing. You really don't. People are like, I'll give you. We're working at a radio station. We'll auto tune it. It's gonna be fine. You're <laughs> gonna need it. You know. You're gonna need it. <laughs> How's it going? Good. Good to see you. Yeah. Sorry, I'm late. It, dude, it's totally fine. You yeah. know that. Know. It's, it's, what it's, happened it's this that one, time? It's that one guy on Twitter that always like will say, "Just skip to 30 minutes in. Yep. You don't have to hear those knuckleheads talk before Red." So, <laughs> I know. So. Whatever time that is, here you go, buddy. <laughs> Red is here. Ta-da! Were you accosted in an airport or anything? No, I mean, there was none of that. No, oh, no. Good. I was having a weird dream about Walmart, actually. Were you accosted at Walmart and unable to enter the electronic goods aisle because you were wearing a t-shirt? Is, no, no. Okay. No, I couldn't get to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, God. That's, that's terrible. <laughs> that's terrifying for me. <laughs> well, was the greeter like in front of you like, no, 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 welcome. Yeah, I get it. Where's the bathroom? Yes, no, but welcome. But, no, I actually, gosh, this is an embarrassing thing to say. Oh, but please I, tell us. <laughs> there was like, you know, the bathroom where you could buy toilets and I thought I was there. So I just like pop a squat and I look up and someone is looking at me and I'm like, Whoa! I'm not in the bathroom, am I? Oh, it's like duking oh, at the Home Depot. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, no. And we have to write you up and call the police. I'm like, let's not do that. Oh, that's a terrible dream. <laughs> they're like, if you come back at 9 and clean it up, I'm like, at 9 p.m., you're just going to like let this, all right. What kind of damage did you do to that toilet in your dream? They didn't come <laughs> back and it's clean like, it up. It's because like there was tea. no real water in it. you got to so let it like, steep, man. It's let, like, like tea. like heating it now. It's like... This sounds like a dream that the Rev would have, not you. I've actually had life experiences like that where I'm spotted behind a hedge in Queen Anne. They're like, this isn't a bathroom. And I'm like, oh. (laughs) You know? (laughs) I don't have to friends like that where it's like I'm walking out to like meet them, whatever, and they'll be standing. And one time they're like, don't come any closer. I'm like, what? And I was like, oh. Oh. I had that happen once in my parents' house. This is uh, (laughs) in your parents' house? I was in college. I went home. And I went out for the night. And mind you, when I was a kid, I never was like that kid that would like go out drinking and get wasted and come home drunk. But now I'm in New York with my buddies. And I'm like, I got to go home. Took a cab, went back to my house in Brooklyn, and I'm wasted. And I just bypassed. My parents are sleeping on the couch in the living room. Walked straight in. I opened up with the foot, the, the garbage pail. So, like, you know, and I just start urinating in the garbage. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Wasted. I'm wa- I, in my head, I'm in the bathroom. Like, I don't know why I thought my, my parents have a bathroom where you hit on the floor in the toilet seat. <laughs> yeah, right? It's a cool idea, though. Right. Yeah. I come through. <laughs> Actually, it's a great idea. Like, especially because, right. like, people's wives and stuff are always like, put the toilet seat down if you just let your foot off. Then it'd be, Dude. that's a good idea. It turns idea. into a game for the guys. Oh, I know. When I'm squirming and dancing, the more things I have to, to negotiate between me and the water, you know, if I could just step on a pedal... Yeah, yeah. Right? have that baby open up. That would be fantastic. <laughs> and you can plug your guitar into it. It's a wah-wah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm peeing. Mom wakes up. She walks in. And all of a sudden, I hear, Steven! And I don't remember this, but she shared it with me. She goes, my response was, I put my hand up in the air like a fist, like, um, like yeah. Tom Morello on Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> and I just go... College. <laughs> and that was my response. Like my mom's like, "Why are you peeing?" And I'm like, "Don't worry about it." And I guess I'm just next day, my mom and dad would not stop giving me a hard time. The, about the that. garbage can thing. When when Mark first lived moved here, um, the whole band lived in one house, including my then girlfriend, later fiance, wife. Bless her heart for me. It was my, I was gonna say. Oh, it was Tawny and five guys. She's this tough. Woman wow. is a saint. You gotta meet her. You'll love her, man. Yeah. Um, but uh. We used to rage hard, and then my bass player is also a 
chef. So what would happen? This sounds awesome, dude. Yeah. I'm telling you, <laughs> at, 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 he catered my wedding, dude. That's awesome. At 3 a.m., I had a friend living with us. His name was Joe Carroll, and they can whip up anything out of anything. Yeah, and he'd be like, "Mark, we're cooking." And Mark would be like, "Hey, hey, like, we're cooking. I'm buying it." And so you drag what was left of Mark to wherever to buy what. <laughs> maybe 4 a.m. jambalaya, and there'd be shrimp on the ceiling. Yeah. You know, and Mark's like, "I got this. I got this," and it would be incredible. So this was one of those nights, but kind of had gotten up the next day. I hadn't made my way into the kitchen yet. And I hear Mark just cussing. And I mean mad. You know, what the fuck? Just going off. I didn't say the F word he did. No, I, I said black, actually. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I don't think you need like to censor that, man. It's safe. But it did sound like you did say yeah, the F word. I'm with I Red. I didn't say it. I but, love how Red was like, nope. Not me. Will you drop my... one later? Do I get to razz you for yeah. it or no? Okay. But I told myself I was getting ready today that I wasn't going to say it. Oh, the pressure's <laughs> on. How do we get her to curse? We'll be watching you. Well, if you want her to, it's pretty easy. Well, the fact that she's trying not to makes me want her to. So, so Mark, uh, I'm only telling the story because it relates to your story. Mark's out there just buck, buck. Do you have to censor any of that? No, no, no. This is great. <laughs> ah, playing with fire. More chicken noises. Mark He's really upset. Harris. And I walk out, and there's our kitchen trash can, and then a nice puddle of urine from where the bag leaked. Oh, my goodness. And he's like, who would do, what the, how could anyone, what the, and he was just furious, and Joe walked in, kind of in his boxers, still kind of staggering, he's like, Harris, you did that. And Mark was like, I did. And he went stone quiet. Just stood there for a minute. Now I remember. And then he gathered up some rags and just knelt down, started cleaning it. Didn't speak. Didn't. And, and it's not like Joe walked up to him. Joe walked by. Like, Harris. Like a passing line. Yeah, like, Harris, you did that. <laughs> he just stopped cold. Never mind. He didn't say anything else. You Maybe guys, you guys want eggs in the morning? <laughs> as soon as you told that story, yeah. I remembered the, the look on Mark's face when I think when Joe said that, it triggered the booze data. Yep. And, uh, and that file was restored, <laughs> yeah. you know? Defrag uh, complete. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, God. So I, I had to share. Sorry, Mark. It's amazing. Uh, Steve triggered me. He often Sorry. does. Hey, it happens to the best of us. I'm sure Red's got stories of Yeah, her. I mean, no. you know, you'd be surprised how many, like, one bathroom and 50 girls. Oh. Wait, you guys only have one bathroom? We bath- have one toilet. And, and, the, like and the little 50. Richard cam. <laughs> right. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, and like 50 girls. So there have been times where you'll be you'll walk into the bathroom and someone is peeing on the toilet, someone's peeing in the sink, and someone's pissing in the garbage. How does a girl go about peeing in the sink? You just hop up on the counter. Yeah, it seems like down. it would work. Now, do you turn the water on first? or you turn it on after. It's like after. a bidet. <laughs> well, you have, have to put your thumb under it to yeah, get some angle so. going. Yeah, yeah. Have Feel you like ever bidet? Have you ever bidet? No, that's terrifying. Oh, it's incredible. It's have cool. you ever? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. My, my buddy. I don't know how to work it. I've, I've, <laughs> I've been in the bathroom where it's there, and I try to figure it out, and I was like, it just seems like a glorified water fountain. There's a company called <laughs> There's a company called Toto that makes these seats that you put onto a standard toilet. Toto makes most toilets. Oh, yeah, they okay, do. So, it always made me laugh when I see them. Apparently, this random company named Toto that has nothing to do with the toilet industry makes these bad. <laughs> they make the rains down in Africa. So my buddy Brett has, he, like he, downstairs he has this killer bar and video games and all this stuff in his pad and he has... <laughs> so uh, he has these Toto seats installed and now it's up at his pad and I'm like, hey man, uh, so what's the deal if I need to do a little yam deployment there? He's like, oh, you'll love it. You go in, and there's a control panel on the wall, the HAL 9000, that cold glass eyes looking at you, right? Too much going on there. Dude, no, no, no. The seat is heated to your choosing. You can tell it what temperature you want the O-ring. So I sit down on this nice, warm seat, and it's like that. You just warm waves of, ah. 
you know? Yeah, much like yeah. this music. I'm it's telling you, this it's music perfect. makes it very relaxing. <laughs> so then I, I did my business, and oh, okay. And then you look over, and there's all these little things. And you press a button, and you hear it, because this little wand extends. <laughs> And then you can. T- I'm sorry. I don't know any wand. Any it's wand yeah, right. Going no. at me like. Right. <laughs> I'm a grown man, and let me tell you. So you can choose. Yeah, that's because you're a man. So you're. It's probably cooler. <laughs> like a woman, you're like. I've seen aliens. It's not a I'm speculum. Chill. It's you know. It's just this little. <laughs> I don't want to get it probed again. No, nah, man. But you could choose pulsate. You could choose oscillate. You could tell it all the things to do. <laughs> Are we still talking about it? Yes, today, right. And it was fantastic, man. I just sat there like, wow, this is how the other half lives. Because what you're describing, I feel like is sold at the other place right yeah. next to Little Darling. No. no, we have a lot of it. No, and and then and then you know you know when you're when you're done doing your thing, you wipe. But as a result, and then it has an air drive. I'm not even kidding. We have one of those that work too. It like is this air pulsing oh. thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right, right. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was, and I and I, I walked out and was like, dude, and he's like, told you. <laughs> I wanted to make fun of him. I'm like, man, you put in custom bidet toilet seats, and he's like, go ahead, Cannon. Yeah. And yeah, I rolled out and was like, man, I I apologize. Mm-hmm. And the biggest quote ever was John Burton, who's this fantastic engineer. He used one and just walked out, looked at Brett, and went, bidet, but damn. <laughs> <laughs> that became the quote, man. See, I've always been like, it's that warm seat. You're talking about the seat warmer, and that just means to me that somebody Someone else, else has there. been there immediately. I hate that feeling. I am way okay <laughs> with having a freezing toilet seat. I don't even care. Yeah, if they could actually air condition yeah. the seat. Yeah. So it was just no, cold. I don't want to cool it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It does help with the herky tuck, though. See, girls don't have to deal with that thing where you don't want your business to touch the front of no, the. No, you do not. There's nothing worse. You don't have to deal with that. No, I was like, we're I don't all know. we're all recreating. Silence of the Lambs, man. When you sit down, the oh, yeah. right hand goes in the front, mm-hmm. especially in a public toilet, because, oh, man, uh, you know. I've heard that called the porcelain dude, kiss. Dude, oh, no. You do not want that. No. Right. You dude. just feel like you just picked up some kind of a disease. Yeah, you had to have. Even though it's yeah. probably clean as all hell. It's just like, ah. Uh. No, I don't want my business anywhere near that business. So, yeah, you know. But I think the cold might help with that, because if you hit the cold seat, then everything retracts in mm-hmm. horror. Mm-hmm. So, and plus, I feel like the water. <laughs> Maybe there's something to this air conditioned seat thing. It's the water level here at our station a little bit higher than most places. I, I, feel, like, so. I feel like I'm an 80 year old man when I sit in the toilet and that. You know what I mean? Yeah. All of a sudden, there's. They things. just hang loaded. Yeah. You're, you're too much, man. It doesn't brother. happen at home. <laughs> it's a, it's a Sorry, New York Red. thing. It's Sorry, a New York Red. thing, man. Why are we doing this? Company? We have Red here, and oh, we're Red, talking about, about toilets. Balls and water. <laughs> It's like, it's like teabagging, but different. Back to the whole steeping yeah, thing. Yeah, going back right. to steeping. Steeping, or snoodle. We'll just... I thought of you the other day. I was listening to something. It's like, I'm going to be at home with my snoodle, and I went, Red. <laughs> Red, how's things been, man? Since the last time we've Good. seen you, uh, have you I, I feel like you've gone through a roller coaster. At least from what I know, yes. you've been banned again from Periscope. Or, now you're back on it again. I'm or? back on. I've been banned from Periscope like three times. Jesus. So you know, I got to know Open. this. This yeah, but I got to know this one girl named Zara who works there. She's very nice. Zara. She's answered a lot of my emails. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. She recommended so, me to the VIP program because I went from having zero followers again to oh 5,000 no. in a day. Oh. Damn. <laughs> so they lost you but quickly found you. Yes. It's safe to say you were missed. Yes. Yeah. Amazing right. what subscribing to a VIP program can do. It's I didn't like, even subscribe I, to it, but it's just like I always use the same hashtags. Uh-huh. So you can search those, much like Twitter. So, yeah. you know, I'll Good put on my call. Twitter like this and then search for red stripper and 
Boom. I love that it's like Alderaan being blown up. I love that 5,000 voices screamed out in horror and were suddenly silenced when yeah. they found her again. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know yeah. What like, I mean? Oh, God. Oh, Where's Red? Oh, oh, oh good. Cool, there she is. Cool. Right, cool. Pied Piper of Periscope. <laughs> <laughs> Follow me. It's cool, man. It's cool. It's cool I found her. <laughs> so what's now? Are you, are you safe from the Periscope uh, police? police now? I mean, or? so what I figured out what it was, because they kept saying, like, check our user guidelines, check our user guidelines. And I was like, you guys and your user guidelines. Right. I've checked it multiple times. Yeah. And I realized what it was was when I was in the locker room, having any girls visible behind me was the problem because they didn't, I didn't have permission to film them. Oh. What? Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, when we've done live video shoots mm-hmm. in clubs, you have to have signs that were saying that yep. your image and likeness may be captured. If you're here, you agree. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Actually, I'm not surprised. Can you put that. a sign up in the in the locker with the girls? No. <laughs> There's too many personalities probably yeah, to be. Yeah, I was like, you yeah. know, so usually now, like, when I'm on, like, there's a few personalities. Like, there's Baby and there's Tiger and there's, you know, like, my little crew. I have friends Ooh. named Baby and Tiger, too. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like I'm trapped in a Winnie the Pooh novel. <laughs> yeah, right? Where's Eeyore? I want to snuggle. <laughs> there, definitely. <laughs> Is there an Eeyore at the club? I want her to dance. Yeah. Hi. Where's I that just, rank? Do you want to dance? I'm going to call myself that. <laughs> Eeyore's Eeyore more of a like, customer than a stripper. That'd be the best stripper name. Uh, I'm sorry. That would be amazing. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's better than my one we came up with this week where I was like, my next one's going to be an acronym that describes me. And what would what, you come up with? I have no idea. Punchy? <laughs> Punchy. But every like, letter has to mean something. So I was like, man, it's going to be hard. <laughs> but Eeyore, that would be funny. Yeah. Up next we have Eeyore. Eeyore, the mournful stripper. <laughs> now, on the same note, I wouldn't want to see like a burlesque show based on Winnie the Pooh. I just want to see a stripper named Eeyore. Yeah. Oh, I immediately pictured girls eating honey half naked. I, I don't know if I'm against this whole huh. poo thing. Have you seen the photo series of people like dunked in honey? No. no. Oh, my God. Ooh. It's really hot. Really? really? It's like there's this girl and she's just like covered in honey. And it's I don't know how they got. They used a lot of honey. That seems like any like. You know, ending to a porno. I'm just not down with that. But it I, I was love really honey. Pretty. Wait, what porno ends with people being well, covered in honey? I'm just saying covered in <laughs> You're not going to the same web page as he is, bro. some sort of like... It's a honey-like Viscous substance. Yeah. Yeah, but no, they're like... not like It's not like a smattering like in porn. Just it's completely like, covered. Smattering. <laughs> What's awesome is you guys, none of you can picture the visual that she did with her, her fingers indicating. And it was just really a special moment in time. Theater of the mind. <laughs> Did you guys see? I saw a video of a, a, a that there's bees that are making honey out of marijuana plants. Sweet, what? And it's like the first natural edible honey. That's awesome. Do these I can't bees imagine what... fly really slowly. Are they terribly disorganized? <laughs> I've, kind had, of... I've had oddly th- oh, sorry. I've had THC honey, which has been uh, chemically but, made. Yeah, it's yeah. the chemical or whatever. Type. Yeah, yeah. So well, they get the, the bees. The bees don't get high from it. Apparently, it, there's something about the the, the plant will not oh, get a bee high. Bummer for the bees. Right. So they just. Uh, I want to meet the cocaine bees. <laughs> 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 they fly really, really fast. Those are wasps. <laughs> then the honey's really awesome. They've got like an Uzi stinger. <laughs> Say hello to my little stinger. <laughs> right. Uh, so we got the controversy of Periscope. Controversy of Periscope. Then I see on Twitter that you were the center of all gossip. Oh, yeah. What the hell happened there? Um, Can you share? I have to think was about it, what was happened. Was it Tiger? Was it Honey? Which one was it? <laughs> see, this makes me want to be on Twitter more. 
Yeah, you were only on the one day that I was like, I quit. And you're like, oh, that's a bummer. Do you want to come to the show? Yeah. <laughs> right, literally, I was like, man, sorry to hear that. What are you doing Friday if you're not dancing? Yeah, seriously. I had a plan. We were going to make you be like, you know, I'm over it. I'm like, I know you are. It's been half a fifth. Yeah. I had a plan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. I, um, the center of all gossip. What happened with that? I don't know. I feel like now I'm always the center of all gossip now that I think about it. Only to the, panic, the Periscope panickers. Yeah. No, I think it had something to do with, like, who was there and what was going on. And Oh, okay. oh so no, was... no, 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 no. It had to do with the politics of the club that I'm not allowed to talk about. Oh. Oh. Uh, Sorry. Damn uh, it. I thought you were going to tell us you got paid 1500 bucks to pee on R. Kelly for a change or something awesome like that. I would charge R. Kelly way more money than that. That a girl. I'm not saying He's got a despair. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I always learn fun things just from your blog posts. Like, I know. Um. These are the three notes I got out of. <laughs> like you, can, you can read them through the paper. Taking notes. <laughs> These are my three notes. And it's uh, seattlestripper.blogspot.com. Yep. And uh, I wrote hate mail. I made it this weekend without getting puked on. And then rattled. <laughs> wow. Sex toy in pocket. Which oh, one should we do? Glenn, yeah. pick which one's your favorite of those three. Oh, well, the, the vomit's tempting, but I want to know about the sex toy in pocket. I'm just that kind of a guy. The vomit's tempting. Yeah, the vomit's tempting. Oh, There's a very good chance we will address all three, but yes. We, we'd like to address all three. I think three. that one was about... I mean, I feel like I'm going to have to like look at my blog. Like I, I think that one was about... like things that have gotten me rattled over the years and that one was about the guy with a dildo in his pocket you told that story yeah. oh, okay i didn't know yeah. if there was a new a repeat offender no. i was like well, wow it, to me the glorious part of that was the quote i'm not the girl for that quote i think that's what you said <laughs> hey uh i'm not the girl for that i'll send that girl <laughs> yeah. over may yeah. i direct you to how, a newbie yeah how tactfully put you know she was just so professional about it like i thought that was awesome is there a girl in the locker room that everybody pretty much is like, you're nasty? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's the we answer. We were talking about it last night, actually. No, not last night. I didn't go to work last night. The night and before And what's her last. stage name and what hour Stink did she Fist. <laughs> That's basically what we were talking about. Oh, no. That she had, wow. so we, someone walked back there and she had an entire f*** her. Whoa. Wow. Oh, up her. Yeah. She's a very small Did woman. Did the guy she take was... off his wristwatch? Was he cool? I don't know. I wasn't there. How do you tell the time if you don't? Oh, so it wasn't hers. It was his. <laughs> Careful. Yeah. So she was like a human ventriloquist dummy. <laughs> wow. Steve. <laughs> I've been trying to find the perfect dummy. Theater of the mind. I finally figured out, because as a kid, I always wanted to be a ventriloquist. That, your grandparent would have been like, this is really entertaining. <laughs> the aristocrat. I'm really enjoying this, son. <laughs> Just so you understand. Long, long story short, when I was a kid, I tried to put on a ventriloquist show for my grandfather, and he basically scarred me for life by telling me I'm not entertaining and to get the hell out of the room so he could continue to watch television. It was really I'm bad. like nine years like, old. It's, it's, yeah. it's a traumatizing story. But you're right. Oh. If I would have showed up, granted, as an adult, but if I would have showed up and my, my ventriloquist dummy was... A stripper. Yeah, Miss Nasty. Just picture him screaming at his grandfather, the audience stays seated. The audience will stay seated. <laughs> Grandma's in the corner reading her rosary beads, doing her Our Fathers. I don't know why I have a Satan for a grandchild. Yeah. Grandpa's like, this is the best damn ventriloquist show ever. <laughs> Jeff Dunham, eat your heart out. That's incredible. That is funny. It so kind of redefines that whole, so how was work? Yeah, right? <laughs> All right, then I have a question about that. Has there ever been like a, a stripper intervention, like where you guys are in like the locker room and like, look, obviously we're not trying to judge people, but this is, you're going too far. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Like, you know, 
when girls are like smoking. And how do we like, get to be a part of this intervention? Well, I mean, it's usually not really the fun ones. It's usually like, you know, I know that you're doing heroin in the bathroom. Oh, oh that's, see, like, that's not cool. I just care that you're lying to me about it. Yeah. You know, I don't care what you do. I still love you, but I just care that you're lying. Yeah. You know. And wow. then and then you move into you realize that there are various health issues that go along with this. And then yeah, no, definitely like when people are like, you know, doing more for less, that's when I pull out like lipstick or like a marker or something and start drawing on the mirror explaining economics and the market equilibrium and downward <laughs> pressure. I love that. Mad money in the stripper locker room with Jim Kramer. Uh, excuse me, uh, Starlight, do you have a minute? I, I need to show you something. As you see here in example A, you know, if you're doing I'm marketing, loving this. If you're doing marketing tips, I would watch it. I will not watch Mad Money, but I would watch that. I keep, I mean, I'll do it. Yeah, no, I keep talking about doing it. Like, I keep thinking, like, I need to write a blog post about it, but every time I talk to someone about they're like, that gets so boring. Then it's like reading an economics book. I'm like, but that's why it would be good. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to help you. If every economics book had to do with like strippers and drug dealers. That guy's wearing make- a $1,500 wristwatch. Yeah. <laughs> Don't price yourself so low. You're being a fool. Right? Yeah. 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 All right, so then we go to the... I love it. I, I, would you say the number two choice would be the I uh, made it until this weekend without... Without being vomited on? Vomited on. Have, so you've been puked on at the strip club? Oh, I It never happened until this one weekend. I was in Portland, and I'm oh, giving this dude a dance. Of course yeah, it was keep Portland. It really weird. So I'm in Portland, and this dude is like, you're so beautiful, you're so beautiful, you're so beautiful. And I turn around because he wanted a fully nude dance, which I don't normally do because I hate doing them. Mm-hmm. And this is probably why I hate doing them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. God. So I like turn around <laughs> like I thought I and had a all week. of a sudden I hear this <laughs> sound where I was like, did he fall over? Oh, no. <laughs> and then I feel this little flick like splash me in the leg and I was like, oh, my God. So I have to remain really cool because he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm like, it's okay. We'll go to the bar. We'll get some rags. <laughs> And I was like, and you're going to pay me and you're going to tip me. Yeah. So I will say that his tip is don't ever give a dance to a man who's been vomiting. Where I thought that was headed, because you were like, I turned my back and I was waiting for that. And I felt the splash on my shoulders. I'm so glad. No, it was. I was so glad it wasn't like that, too, because I was like, oh, my God. At least it was just a little on your ankle. You told me it was a yep right down my chest. I'd be hugging you right now. (laughs) Like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I think we're still talking was, about like, vomit, right? Okay, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure I mean, people are into that, like, which is one thing I don't do. Ah, but. baby bird. <laughs> Wait, what did I miss? I was busy laughing. She doesn't do it. You said baby bird, and now I'm confused. <laughs> no, just just baby bird, mouth to mouth feeding. Bleh. Baby bird. I thought baby you said bird. baby Bert, like Ernie and Bert, and I'm like, no. is that a penis reference? What just happened? <laughs> it could be. It could be the way that his head is shaped. Yeah, <laughs> the hairier ones. Then it's baby Ernie if it's not. Right? Yeah, no. in a little more like Poor a football Ernie. shape. <laughs> We got I, weird. I have a stupid question because I was I was on a Bloodhound Gang kick over the weekend. Have nice. you ever listened to the Bloodhound Gang and have you ever heard the song about strippers? The, the lap, lap dance is the only good when a stripper cries. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's the best. I've given a dance to it. You have, <laughs> Glenn. Have you ever heard the song? Oh yes. Okay. It's done on a Casio. It's amazing. Yeah, I, I have it. Yes. But I don't know if uh, well, Rev, you're gonna have to bleep. I don't care. It's worth it. All right. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, a, I'll do the post production work. It's such a good song. 
high quality. You guys very, played this at the strip club? It's been a long time, but there was definitely like been some like late nights where it's like we're giving dances at the very end of the night. To Kinte at a Merle Haggard concert that night, I strolled on into Uncle Limpy's home palace. Looking Uncle Limpy's. It had been a while. In Sorry. Fact, but, 365 yeah. had come and went since that midnight <laughs> run hall and hogged a shaky town and I don't know. <laughs> I can't even I talk. I picked up this hitchhiker that was sweating gowns through a pair of Daisy Duke cutoffs and one of those fruit loom tank tops. <laughs> well, that night I lost myself to ruby red lips, milky white skin, and baby, baby blue eyes. The Nathan chorus is so Russell. great. Just a lap dance is so much better when the stripper is crying. <laughs> Okay, we can't listen to the whole song. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, we've definitely, I've definitely given a dance to that at the end of the night, and it's like there are certain songs I can't dance to without laughing. Well, I would think everyone would be laughing. I know I'd be sitting yeah, there like cracking up. Yeah, like a lot of guys up. aren't like listening to the music, but like you know we do because we're just doing our thing. We're just working, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> See, I'm a fan of what songs are playing. I, I think at a strip club, it is important. It like, is important. Yeah. No, I've definitely like had guys be like, "Can you wait till there's a good song?" And I'm like, "Man." You yeah. see, but they edit they edit them down. Like it, it's a weird thing in Florida. Um, I don't think they do that. At least they they didn't at the clubs. I knew a girl that worked at Dances Royale and I used to go see her all the time. We so I was in and out of clubs there, and I came here and only went to clubs once or twice. But it seemed like they'd put on like Joe Walsh's "Life's Been Good to Me So Far," and I'm like, nice. Seven minutes of oh, the song's over. <laughs> like, yeah. am I wrong or do those no, songs? No, we get, edit them down the, to two and a half to three minutes. Two and a half to three minutes. Right, you get pumped when you're like, oh man, they're playing Tool. Oh, oh, we're yeah. only getting through the first course. Sweet yeah. cashmere. Yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. Play war pigs. Jackpot. You know? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's amazing how many people get mad at me for that, too. They're like, that wasn't even the whole song. I'm like, do you want, do I look like I have dials? Right. Yeah. You got a razor blade and splicing tape, and you're just chopping it all up and <laughs> yeah. figuring it out. Yeah. Well, but I can see that. Like, I can imagine the dude coming in and be like, yeah, I'd like you to play side two of Pink Floyd's metal album for this. And it's 40 minutes of this girl. Like, I'm going to kill this guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we do get mad because like lately one of the DJs has been playing like playing the entire song out. So you'll be on stage and you know you have your stage routine and you're like, I'm out of I'm, I'm out, out of moves, moves. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm naked, so I'm really out of moves. <laughs> have you ever done the robot on stage? Oh yeah. That's oh, awesome. I, I just I just saw the weirdest video yes. today. It was a bunch. It was three guys who were um, who were singing, but they were kind of pantomiming uh, the Chuck E. Cheese animatronic oh, motions. Yeah. If I saw a stripper doing that, it, it would be freaky, but it would be kind of awesome. He just throw his wallet at the stage. <laughs> I'd be like, "This is great. Thank you for the show." <laughs> My pin number is. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what's funny? I never even put the connection, but I remember when it's a very weird connection to make uh, Here we to, go. to lap dances and my uh, first dance with my wife at my wedding. What? But we picked the song. Where's a, this headed? A Mother Love Bone song, Gentle Groove, which is our favorite song. Mm-hmm. The song's really long when you're the only oh, two people shit. dancing <laughs> and everyone's watching. I remember looking at my wife and she's like, you didn't edit this, did you? I'm like, no, no. I really wish I would have, though. And she's like, is there any way we can get out of here? And like, can we cue the DJ? To I just... you just walk off while the song's still playing and everyone would just applaud and cheer. We just kind of awkwardly ho- like w- hovered. Like, it wasn't like we had... <laughs> it's kind of like, ah, all right. It's like <laughs> wow. junior high prom just be like, hey, dude. dude, dude at least circles. you had that. At our, at our wedding, the music, the, the source for the music at the venue blew up. What? So there was, oh yeah, it, it just, 
Did it like engulfed in flames? Well, there was no actual <laughs> fire, so I mean, you know, for all intents and purposes, it it, okay. it took its own life. And <laughs> Tony and I were like, well, so I think we got like half of our dance, but there was no father daughter dance. There was none of that. And then we segued immediately immediately into live music. But I did make out with her while playing the guitar solo from Voodoo Child. That's hot. Oh, that's cool. And uh, later that night, we were partying with Sean Kinney from Alice in Chains, and he literally was like, dude. That's the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I was like, Thanks, man. Did you at any point did you did you have to still keep your hands on the guitar? Oh, dude, I was making out with my wife at the same time. That is pretty awesome. Yeah, he was li- cool. he was literally yeah. like, dude, your wedding sounds that's awesome. That's the cool. It was you know it was a I got maced my wedding night actually with Sean. Of course, how'd <laughs> you get maced? So we 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 did a ceremony for a hundred people, and then after that the doors were open to whomever, and it was let's go to town, and it was a cash bar. So then another couple hundred arrived and the party began and we stayed an hour later than we had booked the venue. We were like, fine, we'll pay the extra hour. We don't care. And then finally like, look, you got several hundred people in here. They're hammered. This is a riot. We got to clear this place out. Okay. So a pack of us went straight downtown to the central. So here's my wife in the central in her gown. We're power drinking and whatnot. And this, is when, this, this is when awesome. Larry's was still next door, which mm-hmm. was at the time a hip hop club. And sadly, sometimes bad things happen at those places. It's a yeah. bummer. But I was up at the front um, talking with Sean a bit, and we both kind of got the... And someone within about six feet of us had said, there's a fight broke out, and a whole can of bear mace got set someone off. Someone did that at Union Jacks oh, to my best friend while she was on stage. Oh, like, maester. I'm like, oh, my Dude. God. What? I literally can't think of anything worse than being on stage and getting, getting maced. Because you're Naked wearing eight-inch heels, and you're just like... Wow, oh, man. that's right. The heels. Well, being exposed yeah. to and it, that I mean, stage is metal. That caused <laughs> Sean and I were both vomiting, and you know we're blind. And of course, I'm laughing. I remember la- turning at him, laughing and saying, "Dude, it's my wedding day." And he was like, "My God, man, you're into." <laughs> but that was indirect. I've taken Oddly a direct enough, shot around, too. It's terrible. I carry around mace wipes. Mace wipes. They make these they make wipes. Mace wipes. They make these wipes. So if you get mace, you can get it. It's a neutralizer, oh, so you can get it off your face. That's, that's the last time. Really. Yeah. I broke up a fight, and in the midst of that, took friendly fire, a faceful, a faceful of bear mace, oh. and had to be led back in the venue. And they piled me in the ladies' room. And Megan, the girl that that loaded up on me, because I was break, I was breaking up a fight because the owner of the bar was out in the street in the middle of all that and I was like dude get back in your bar don't be in the middle of this mm-hmm. um, so she led me and they were just throwing half and half I was holding my yep. eyes open and she's oh. throwing half and half in I've my done eyes that to like room. a girlfriend of mine got maced and ended up at my house for some reason it's bad and I was like all I have is who maces that you just worked twice. So wait, 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 one. I love that. She curses. <laughs> recognize she curses, so she curses in response to the curse. <laughs> I love you, Red. I was You're doing the best. really good. So you were I'm doing impressed. great. I yeah. want to rewind. One, why did your girlfriend get mace? And then two, who maces a girl on? Was it with a direct shot? It was. They were stealing her purse. And it went off, or no, they well, I mean, maced how dare her she tell to her steal to... her purse? She's dancing. They maced her to steal oh, no, her no, no, purse. Oh no, no, you're talking about okay. So yeah, we had two mace incidents okay, involving. So I'm just trying to figure out who maces a girl. Numero uno. I've never um, been maced. I maced myself. That. once. We can fix it. Yeah. All right. Do you know what we're doing next? Next time Red comes in, bring it's in the mace. I have really a police unpleasant. grade mace. Is I was the about problem. to say you probably have mace on you. It's really I was like, unpleasant. I don't want to get maced. Not fun. I've done it. Yeah. No, I've done it to myself. Remember icy hot to the balls? Yes. Worse. Yeah, I don't want but to it's do your that. eyeballs. Way worse. When you all you want to do is open your eyes because they're on fire. But when you open your eyes, the air hits your eyes, and, now you and are, they're on fire. Yeah, plus your awful. throat is swelling shut. And you're trying not to vomit. 
Um, it, it's really bad. Mm-hmm. It's very unpleasant. Mm-hmm. So anyway, who <laughs> so, maces a stripper? Um, stage. It was someone who came in and basically just like oh. did like an arch of mace what? over like the front row and like hit her in the process. Wow, Jesus. making it rain. Was that here in Seattle? <laughs> no, that was in Portland. That was in Portland as well. See, Portland keeps What's it real Portland? weird. Portland keeps it real Portland's weird. Portland's weird. Vomit mace. They have the the a crop, which is awesome. But the last the last time I went there for strip clubs, I've never been to a strip club in Portland. We what? went to two for yeah. a bachelor party. I know you would love it. It's they're really fun, but they are weird. The other one we went to besides the a crop, which is fun because it's you know steak and yeah yeah you get a steak it's amazing steak and legs yeah and the other place was hungry like <laughs> just some goth place where the chick was just breathing fire oh awesome. well, that's cool. you were either at Casa Diablo that's um, the vegan one right yeah it wasn't that one. Devil's Point that sounds really familiar were there monkey bars in the ceiling I think so yeah yeah that's Devil's Point yeah it was pretty cool it is cool <laughs> I mean yeah no I mean because I work at Union Jacks when I'm down there which is like it's a super super rock club. Like mm-hmm. it's just you would love it. It's like you you would you just kind of hang and drink from what I hear. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, there happen to be girls that Who, are strippers, hot yeah. and wearing next to nothing. Yeah, I think right? that sounds like a great place. Convenient. Yeah, it is. It is great. <laughs> no, my buddy's got Munson's getting married. Yeah. So um, we're already trying to figure out the bachelor party, but oh, dun, dun, dun. book a train up here. No, we're going to get the party bus. Oh, God, that's right. Levi's yeah, already never mind, in. Never mind. Oh, man. <laughs> and we're going to party bus it down to Portland. That's going to be bachelor party that's number one. That's a long ride to be on that bus. Dude, Dude they've, they've gone, gone to Spokane. Spokane. They do Spokane every year. This is going Does to be a Does anyone get jaunt. off the bus when it arrives? Well, I mean, we, we get off the you bus to play hockey, but we're all... to get me off the bus yeah, when it arrives. We are yeah, a, much. A, yeah. a melted mess, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Remember Migs Fest? Imagine yeah. that. Five hours, in a, well, eight hours with the way we go. Yeah, yeah. I could just forever. see wanting to get off that bus, because I, I tend to Oh, no, a, you're, you love the bus. I have an issue with self-governing, and sometimes I'll go too far, and that voice will go, you've gone too far. And then everybody and, else, when you're on the and bus, And then I just like, want nope, it to nope, stop. Nope. I'm like, find a quiet place. There's and none. I can't escape. You know? When you're like, I've gone too far, then there's all of us going, you can go further. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll help you with that. I can attest to that, having been on the bus yes! for your party. It's yes! like, oh, no, no. Last time I puked a party, yep. man, Migs, Migs Fest, and that was the, still the highlight of that time. I know time. we've shared this before, but was Hair Club, our boss, Dave, he texts me. He's like, hey, I'm at the, I'm showing up to the show. I'm like, I'm on the bus. Just tell him you know me and just come on the bus. And I'm in the back DJing, quote unquote, yeah. just playing songs <laughs> off of my phone. <laughs> right. Playing like the, the loudest, most obnoxious hip hop EDM music yes. I can find. My boss is like trying to make his way through this cloud of smoke and just everything goes. All I saw was you and what I think was a porn star. And I'm like, oh, that's yeah, that was you remember Danae? Yeah, like, yeah, right. That was our old co worker, Dave. He's like, no. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I still love that he was getting on the bus as I was getting off to puke. Yeah. And not crap my pants. <laughs> And then they got on stage yeah. and rocked it a whopping <laughs> ten minutes later. You guys yeah. are superheroes. Well, yeah, man. after I yeah, after I, you know, it's puke and rally. It works. It does wonders. Work. Yeah. Yeah, so needless to say, we're going to Portland for one of Munson's bachelor parties. I think the other one, one is gonna be in World Phoenix. Tour. Wow. Phoenix. Yeah. Oh. You guys going golfing? I hope not, because I don't golf. I just hope we're going to well, drink no, more. Every time I see <laughs> photos involving Phoenix, there's always just gorgeous. 
women in University of Arizona. Mm-hmm. That's why I made that Scottsdale. sound. Out. My little oh. sister went there. You need to. I just heard it's a why party. Why is your little sister I attractive in the most school. respectful way possible? We look completely different. She's like part Japanese. I don't know. This isn't helping yeah, me yeah, not yeah, be attracted to your little sister <laughs> in the most respectful I mean, way possible. Hey, Glenn, is your she's... little sister hot? You guys aren't in punching distance, man. I'm really <laughs> trying to <laughs> kid glove this. You know, she could knock my teeth out from where she's sitting, man. She, Karate I mean, she's kicks your face. Now. That's cool. Does she like older men? <laughs> nope, you're pushing it now. <laughs> you know, I mean, Thanks. I'm just having fun. No, Speaking of... Um, Weddings and all that kind of stuff. We got an email, and I figured it'd be a good email to bring up right now, just because we're talking about it. It's from Teej in Wisconsin, and it's about I best love man. Wisconsin. Yeah, oh. that's where I'm from. Oh, that's right. <laughs> well, are you a Packers fan then? Absolutely. Mm. Well, I mean, well, you want to go? You want to? Where are we go? You want to take this outside? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, cool. I'm, I'm off the hook. Know that Washington has a mutual combat law, so if you actually it's say true. to someone, yep. "Do you want to take this outside?" and someone else says yes, it's okay. It's okay. You can literally be. Really? Yes, because yeah. you're entering into a verbal contract mm-hmm. stating that you Do are not going to enter tell combat. Mark Harris this. Mark, you're forbidden Mark to listen to, to this pot. No, but when he gets a buzz on, he'll get surly and they'll be like, man, I'm going to... Yeah, that that thing comes. He's he's not that he likes to fight. It's just that he'll get angry. See, when, he, when I see him when he's drunk, he gets very touchy-feely. Well, because there was at one point on there's Friday the good touch and there's the good Same touch thing. and there's the bad touch. <laughs> this is the good touch. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, the bad touch. We could play another bad. Yeah, I, I watched. Game. He was. We were down in L.A. and he was <laughs> tore up. And we had done a show at a place that basically, when the rock show ends, the venue flips. And when I say they flip, I mean in 15 minutes flat, the rock crowd funnels out and the hip hop crowd funnels in. And there were a couple cats that were just being a little surly and misbehaving, and Mark was fit to go with all ten of them. Oh, and geez. you know, li- and I mean, literally verbally explaining the fact that good to go, boys. Let's do. And I'm like, Mark, you're gonna get a shot. You know, <laughs> look at these cats. They ain't playing. I ain't playing either, man. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, oh god, oh yeah, god, yeah. oh man, yeah. And then I think the next time we sobered up, he's like, man, I'm really sorry about that. I'm glad nothing went down. I'm like, yeah, me too, man. What you, what's wrong with you? Well, you know, they were being, I can't say, they were being Ds. He's like, yeah, they were being Ds. I'm like, yeah. yes, they were, but there were 10 of them. There was five of us, and the rest of us weren't even interested in getting engaged with this thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, I just need an excuse to play uh, some Nelly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's always a good time to play Picture Nelly. Mark, because when Mark gets drunk, it's interesting. When he gets really hammered, he has this thing. He doesn't go cross-eyed. His eyes widen. Like, you could turn yourself sideways and sneak up on him by walking straight at his nose. Mm-hmm. So he's like an eagle or something? Yeah. It's like his, his eyes go, his eyes will go. And if you look at Mark and his eyes are kind of, you know, looking at two different targets to the right or the left. Yeah, he's scoping. There's no one in the building anymore. You know? <laughs> and he's a sweetheart. He's yeah. My brother, it's but that, yeah, it's that thousand yard stare. Oh well, and he's staring a thousand yards in two different directions. <laughs> I mean, you could hold a lighter in front of his nose and be like, "Is there something in front of my face?" Like, nah, bro. Kind of warm. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, so I Adam, love you, Mark. I'm sorry. So, uh, teach from Wisconsin. He emailed us and says, "Hey, uh, long time, first time, love the mix cast. Looking for some advice. I'm proposing next Friday, and at some point, I'll have to choose a best man. I have two contenders. I've known for the same length of time, about fifteen or sixteen years." Paul was my best friend in high school. Between the two of them, Joe, a close second. I know both these guys. 
Do you really? No, <laughs> but that's like a Wisconsin thing to be like, oh yeah, I know. I'm really from Appleton. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, um, they've been good friends, started growing closer. Okay, so he he's like, uh, man, this is a long email. All right, I'll just read it. Paul is my high, my best friend in high school. Between the two of them, Joe's a close second. Paul's my roommate. You could have figured this out earlier, but nah, just no. <laughs> that would no. be totally anti yeah. the mix cast. I put preparation. In. I could have highlighted this. He wants to know who he should pick as his best man. I would say pick the one that is the better party planner. Yeah. Or on the opposite ends of that. Uh, give the one who isn't the good party planner the one who's the best. Give him the title of best man and say the other guy, hey, run the show because you're the one who knows how to make the stuff happen. Here's I, the thing, though. Paul apparently helped him during some hard times and paid him, gave him some money to help pay for his rent. He's never asked for the money back, um, let alone mentioning it at all. Paul moved to Seattle a little over three years ago with his girlfriend leaving me behind in Wisconsin. Joe and I, always good friends, started growing closer after I introduced him to his now wife, a good friend of mine from college. So I guess they're really close. Now he's torn. He doesn't want to seem unappreciative to Paul, the guy who gave him some cash. Uninvite both of them. And just find you. We'll be his best man. <laughs> well, yep, the four of us. I, I, I don't want to be the maid of honor. All right. <laughs> Where do you Why? see the dress, man? Where do you see the dress? <laughs> Worth it. Um, no, I, I literally experienced this, brother, and I'll give you this is how I dealt with it. And it was the same situation. I mean, lifelong friends, my bandmates, people that have been through heaven and hell with me, people that I grew up with that are dear to me that I hadn't seen in years. And what I literally did was kind of got them all together and said, look. You guys fight. Yeah, no, yeah. Not bad. yeah it, not it was bad. like Batman. I snapped a pool cue in half and said, we're having tryouts. You know? <laughs> but uh, no, I was like, guys, look. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Make it fast, boys. Um, I was like, I love all you guys. There's no way I'm going to sit here and pick someone to be my best man. I love you guys. You've all been there for me, thick and thin, heaven and hell. So what I did was my ring bearer, my buddy that, that had my wife's ring to give, you know, mm-hmm. he was my oldest friend, Greg Stangle, and I'd known him since we were very, very, very small. So for that reason, I'd known him the longest, and so he had Tawny's ring. But I said, guys, I'm not picking a best man. There's no way I can do that in good conscience. And they're like, well, dude, we don't care. And I'm like, exactly. I know you don't because you all love me. We're going to stand up there together as a tribe because we're a tribe. And GJ, I've known the longest. So if you would do me the honor of having the ring and you guys are all my best men and, you know, I don't care about this tradition and I'm not doing this. Nice. And, and everyone was like, right on, bro. And that's how we did it. And we stood as a tribe. We stood as a group. And I thought it was killer. And, brother, I'm telling you, no one was offended. No one was bummed. And if these guys are both your friends, if you lay that out there and say, look, there's no way I'm picking a best man. I can't do that. It um, doesn't feel right to me. So you guys, it's the three of us. And we're up there as a tribe. And, and that's how that's going to be. They're going to go right on, bro. And honestly, I think they'll both feel mutually respected and loved by that decision. So there's my straight advice as a guy that's oh, been, good. It's been good. where it's better you've been. Than mine. I had all four of my guys uh, start a GoFundMe page, each separately, and whoever raised the most money. <laughs> <laughs> I had it easy. My Yours brother, is better than Red's. Red's like, disinvite both of them. <laughs> <laughs> that's Get what I do. Out. What I don't know what to do, I'm like, well. Screw it. <laughs> Eliminate None the problem. <laughs> None of you get to join. No, for me it was easy because it was my brother. I only have one brother, so I was like, I don't have to explain to anyone. I'm like, well, brother wins over the friends, his family first, so that that made it a yeah, lot easier. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, I think my uh, my best friend. Yeah, I think Brogan was the best man because well, he's he, your platonic life partner. Yeah, he's You've my PLP. Uh, but, hetero life mate. Yep. Mm-hmm. It, but I don't think like he yeah he just did the uh, the bachelor party stuff like he just 
you know, controlled all that, but we didn't have him stand up there or do anything frou-frou or anything like that. So, I mean, beyond just saying the title of that, that's really all it was. Yeah. But oh. mine was pretty non-traditional. making me think I should take up a career in, like, bachelor party planning. There you go. Yes. I have a feeling you'd be good at it. That might be my next one, like, after this, to be like, you know, I know every stripper from here to the East Coast. <laughs> right. You could yeah. probably put together the greatest bachelor party. <laughs> and then, oh, my bachelorette party is going to be off that chain. <laughs> well, what, all right. What, what are you going to do for a bachelorette party? Are you going, like, the Thunder Down Under or something like that? Yeah, we're getting on a. Yeah. I mean, uh, Jet Smarter, you guys need to send me some free little gold cards to get on your airplanes. I want strippers on an airplane. I want strippers when I arrive. Male I want, strippers? You're into male strippers? I want. I just. I've never seen one. They have. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, because a lot of like it, one place in Vegas. Most of the girls I've ever <laughs> met are like, I'm not into that. You but know? I want to see it. <laughs> just like mm-hmm. there's something about the look that she just gave me I swear to god it, it, like it, there was a tingle I felt it tingle, <laughs> the way she looked when she said I want to see it when she said that when she was like, like oh god all I made me think is you know I'm skipping lunch because I mean think about those guys are all ripped <laughs> <laughs> you know what we'll do is the three of us will put on thongs and we yes. will dance all the way there hard pass on that one buddy. we've got our own no strip- way man let's Come do on. this good thing it's just a little jumper plane from here to Portland yes just oh no <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna bribe the pilot. You keep us up as long as you can. That's right. Till we run out of gas. Well, welcome to flight nightmare. That's right. It's time for the jiggle three. <laughs> yeah. Well, come you guys on, Rev. We can't invited. You know, you're invited for sure. Absolutely. Uh, uh, beyond well, if there's gonna be a bunch of guys in banana hammocks. I'm not sure that's a, a good environment. There's gonna be a bunch me. of strippers too. Oh, I guess that's true. I mean, right. think about that. Mm-hmm. Like, it, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm but not I'll be, I'll be next to Chip and Dale. That's going to be like Chip Dale and you know and yeah, Chuck. But and it might Shrek. be Chip. <laughs> Chip might be a girl. You never know. Chip and Dale are probably more interested in Chip and Dale, so I probably got a good shot. Right, <laughs> right. they're like the fluffer, <laughs> and then you come in. Wow. So you guys don't want any of these women? No, I no. don't. I'm oh, cool, brother. Good on you. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. but no, like my wedding will be like there'll be so many strippers there, which I've thought about in the past. I'm like, man. If I ever get married, like, how am I going to explain that one? <laughs> I'm just picturing the male how attendees. How are we like, going to get invited? No, Steve, I'm telling <laughs> you. Hey, I'm ordained. But you you, you got to really? imagine. Yep. Right, Actually, yeah. I am. I am too. I've done uh, th- three or four weddings. I got ordained in, like, college from the Universal Life Church, but yeah, I never me too. used it. I yeah. think you're, okay, cool. So you can all be up there, and I want to hear, like, I've done one, four. You all get to say, like, one word at a time. Like, yes, that would be you fun. take this. <laughs> what would well, so far, one of mine went down in flames. Do you have any divorces yet? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Okay, yes, I'm not alone. Going back to the PLP, he, well, first off, when he asked me, he's like, what do you think if I uh, got married to this chick? I was like, you're retarded. Uh, <laughs> like, just as a guy should do to a guy who doesn't believe in that. But then he says, well, I'm doing it. I'm like, all right, well, then I'm there for you. Right. Uh, we went down to Vegas, did it at the, in behind, in a, like, just in the backyard of a house, like, by the pool. It was like, whatever, super chill. And then it was like 73 days later, it was done. I was like, yeah, was, oh, that's wow. about right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey. 73 days. My yeah, track record, short. I have a perfect track record. Nobody is, granted, I haven't married anyone, but nobody's divorced. <laughs> so Much I'm, like I, you know, I have a 100% success rate at failed relationships. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're the sex panther of relationships. <laughs> 60% of the time, it works all the time. 100% of the time, it <laughs> Well, I just want to say regarding your wedding, though, I'm imagining like someone looking any one of the three of us in the eye and saying, how was the wedding? And us going, beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know? But, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. was it the decorations? Was it the... Yes. No, man. <laughs> there were about 250 exotic dancers there and it was... 
The greatest. Beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> As a tear rolls down my cheek, you know. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, really, it will be. It'll yeah, be, it'll be beautiful. Know. We said hi to food. every table. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Extended <Hello>. handshakes. <laughs> How are you doing? I don't know the bride or the groom, because we don't want to know any of the groom's people. They're not the right ones. Right. We're, we're, we're friends with the bride. Yeah. yeah. We're on Team Bride. <laughs> my, my buddy brought us something you would know. Mm-hmm. Um, he was talking about how his buddy, or our buddy, but went for a bachelor party in Portland, mm-hmm. ended up on stage. I think it was Casa Diablo, but I'm not positive. But apparently they went up on stage, and typically at, they bring up the bachelor and just beat the holy hell out of them. That sounds like um, Union Jacks. Spanking okay. or wow. punching? Whatever Whipping we want to do. with the belt. That sounds we hot. Like, typically, like it's a good Damn. time to like ride them like a pony and have someone else hit them with their belt. That, that's that really that's working for me. That is yeah. really working yeah. for me. Yeah. I mean, that I turns that in the club. right until I get punched in the face. That's actually really hot. As soon as I get punched in the face, party's All over. Bets over. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> can't hang. This with is fun. This is fun. Nope, nope. We're done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my boundaries have just been crossed. Nice. So, an odd story about this song. I was at Union Jacks. Of course, I picked the rock version. (laughs) At least you picked that. I was at Union Jacks, and it was my first night there. So, I'm wearing, like, all vinyl and white contacts. And there was, like, a new DJ there. Wait, all white contacts? Like, white contacts. So, you look like The Undertaker. Basically. Can you go into more detail about the vinyl outfit, please? Yeah, no. It was red with a little skirt and, like, a red top that didn't, you know, it was a lot of stuff happening there. Fantastic. But, Mm -hmm. so I walk out of, like, the VIP room for my first... First, like dance on stage, and he's playing genuine ride my pony, and I get up there and I like look like I'm a crazy person. Yeah. <laughs> dancing to, and I'm like, the love right. child of Marilyn Manson or yeah, something. Basically, yeah, basically, like Marilyn Manson and Rob Zombie had a child. It's like the '90s. It was. <laughs> <laughs> now that you mention it. Um, but yeah, it was. I like this version. This one is good. Yeah, yeah this is been yeah. far. Yeah. This one isn't bad to dance to, but the other yeah, one, right? the other one is bad. You're like, so I'm doing my whole stage, and if you've ever seen it, I was like, this is terrible. <laughs> well, so what happened? Is, yeah, so the guy, they, they, he they, like, I just death stared him. I think my contacts might have had like a pupil in it or something. Like, yeah, I'm gonna say, how do you death stare someone? Eyes. Eyes. Yeah, yeah they were creepy as. Because I'm just standing there, like walking around the pole, like. I'm going to murder you once I get off stage. <laughs> and he's like, I'm rethinking this bachelor party. <laughs> we should have just had a poker night. Well, imagine there's three guys that are like, I want her to murder me. And then there's 10 guys like in a cold sweat, like, I think I need to leave here now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> My wife hired her. I'm sure of it. <laughs> you know? oh, that was another good one. The time I took someone's phone while they were texting like in the tip rail they were texting their fiance and I grabbed their phone out of their hand and I was like your fiance is at a strip club and you're now being texted by the stripper on stage that's awesome the word of the day is respect (laughs) yeah Yeah. I was like who wants me to hit send you know and like everybody's like do it everyone but him is like do it yeah he was like no 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 I'm like I'm betting he didn't tell you this is where he was either. He <laughs> thinks I'm at a skiing trip. Well, and I'm going to throw out there, if he was getting engaged to the right girl, they'd have been seated side by side. Exactly. You know, honey, come down. It's going to be a good time. Are you into it? Yeah. You... That's what it should be. So uh, to go back so to, there's the, that. to the, the, <laughs> the, the, the bachelor party where people get beat. So they take him to that place yeah. because they're like, oh, this is going to be great. He's going to get it good. They go there and it's relatively tame. And they're like, what the hell? So one of the guys pulled one of the strippers aside and says, hey, I've heard stories about like you guys just beating the living crap out of guys. up." I've got a black rubber fist in the trunk of my car. Right. And what I'd like for you to do. (laughs) They're like, what's going on? And she looks and goes, 
Well, last week we had an incident and somebody had to go to the hospital. So we're toning it down right oh, now. Oh, dude. <laughs> you know what? I think that I think I was Union Jacks because like I know I did a bachelor dance and I was like getting psyched to like be they're like you have to keep it like a little bit less. Yeah. Because there was like a lawsuit. <laughs> you were like psyched to what? basically yeah. physically abuse some oh, guy. Yeah, of course. God, I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> Steve almost spit his coffee out. <laughs> I love you, honey. She listens to all the podcasts. We'll have That's a laugh funny. about this. No, trust that was me. a great line. <laughs> I'm married. Damn I'll meet married. you at the next show. You know. Yeah, don't worry. So oh, you, you two know. will hit it off. You'll yeah, love her. She's friends. so cool, man. When we make that trek to Portland, I'll have to keep you posted. That way, we'll make sure we go to the right Let places. Let me know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll make sure I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want that footage of her easy. just destroying you, man. Bare bottom, please. I'm not the one in the bachelor party. Does it matter? I'm part of the team. <laughs> you got to work I'm the team. The There's yeah. no the team. iron team. Sounds yeah. like this is a team sport on this one. <laughs> well, we are a hockey team. I guess, you know what? Donkeys ride together. As it is. Mix has yeah. been real quiet at work this week. I don't know what happened to him over the weekend. But he won't look gingerly. anyone in the eye. And, he had, and, and he's standing up in the office. All he won't sit down. I love it. I wanted to... Pro- okay. <laughs> I want to play this voicemail from uh, Mama Hawk Nato. Uh, Mama, we've missed you. Yeah. I haven't heard well, your voice in a while, bro, sweetheart. Her story is going to blow all of our minds. And I, I definitely want Red to hear it because I'm curious mm-hmm. to see what your opinion is on this. And I almost, I feel like we're going to have to call Mama to get the full story because it's, all right, I'll just play the voicemail and then you guys take it from there. Hi, guys. It's Mama Hawk Nato. And I'm so sorry I haven't called in lately, but I've had a few problems. And um, the main one was some guy just, charmed the pants off of me <laughs> and uh, come to find out he is just a scammer he do, he's done this to many other women he gets in he tells you he loves you that he fell in love with you he gets he gets you to think that and he talks nice and everything she got interneted and come to find out he's just a scammer the police said he does this for a living he tries to get everything he can get from you and your money i didn't fall for that thank, thank god, god. Good. Thank unfortunately god. there's no law against that so it's so messed anyway, up anyway i've been kind of deep i know a lot of that, shady I'm people <laughs> sort this i got out. some people that'll do it for a six-pack of beer yeah. <laughs> or i got less. some people who'll do it for the principal yeah. i'll do it for a bag of pistachios again <laughs> that is <laughs> well mama i'm so glad that you Let's call her, though. I want to get Yeah, right, I'm I feel so like glad she like... didn't give him any money. That would have... Oh, oh, man. I would kill someone for that. I don't even know her, but... That's so... No, she's just this sweet, no, remarkably nice. cool old gal, man. She's got such a great spirit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, she was sick the last time I was here. Her voice was a little... Yeah, and yeah. she's gotten better. And... She came out to Mig's cast and was just hanging in there, but it was rad. She was... there, Or not Mig's, but Mig's Fest. She was there all night. We fed her. Oh, yeah, she was, really she was rocking cool. out right on the side, watching the whole she show. She had little round glasses on because with her hair down, she looks just like Ozzy Osbourne. You That's know, awesome. Yeah, she's yeah, she's awesome, man. I hope she answers. I know. The one time closure. we call. Hello, no one. Hello, Mama. Hi, Mama. It's the Migs cast. Hi. How are you? Oh, I'm a lot better. Yeah, we just read. We were just listening to you. We have Red as well. Red the Hi. strippers hanging out with us. Hi. And uh, we um, heard your voicemail and wanted to call you and say, that, hey, that's awful. And what the heck happened? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It, this guy came to, it was right before 
time to vote. And this guy came to my door, and all he wanted to know is if uh, to remind me to vote. He did neither way; just wanted to remind me to vote. I say, yeah, I already do. He goes, oh, good. I said, I vote all Democratic. He goes, oh, I love you. And he grabbed a hold of me. And, and he just kind of shook me, you know. And he says, uh, I, I'm so glad you voted Democratic. And then he started saying something. We got to talking. How old is he about, do you think? Well, he told me he's 68, but he really 61. Okay. So, you know, he's closer to my son's age. Robbing the cradle, Mama Hawkeye. <laughs> I had visions of this being something that transpired over Twitter or something, Mama. This guy actually was a physical presence in your life, and he showed up at your door. Do you have any yes. photos of him? And uh, so anyway, uh, we got to talk, and we talked for about an hour and a half, and he said to me, do you think maybe some really nice guy, I mean, he was really nice, and he said, do you think someday if I come by and say, would you like to go to dinner or lunch with me and my mom, uh, that you'd want to go? I said, so probably. Yeah. And you know the hell of it is his name was Philip. That's my husband, my my deceased husband's name. Mm. You know, and there was things we did have in common. So anyway, I said, yeah, I probably would. So about three, four days go by, he calls me, and he says to me, uh, you want to, uh, I'm having dinner party. He says, you want to come? I says, well, yeah, that would be nice. He said, okay, I'll be there six, pick you up. All right. So he came, and I was looking good. I really was. That a girl, that a girl. I was all dressed up. The neighbor come over, do my hair for oh. me. I was looking really good, and everybody, his mama, 90 years old, and two days before he came to my door, he just had lost his dad, and uh, everybody, uh, there was like eight people at that party, dinner party. He did the cooking. He's a wonderful cook, and um, everybody told him, oh, my God. She is beautiful. You better hang. She is nice. You better hang on to her. So his friends were nice people then? It oh, was only yeah. he was this crooked. Wait, so he brought his mom to all this? He he took me to his mom's. Jeez. That's For this insane. dinner party. Right? What a lunatic. And even his yeah. mama said, this is her exact word. She said, son, looks to me like you got a jewel there. Mm. You better hang on to her, because mm. you're not going to find someone like her again. And his poor little mama, she gave me, they traveled all over the world, and she gave me, just gave me, the first night she met me, she gave me three beautiful scarves that she got in different countries. I mean, it couldn't have went any nicer. Well, then the guy, he kept coming, he kept coming, and he don't sleep. Visiting, I mm. He don't never sleep. We sitting here all night long, he drinking wine, making these platters of cheese and cracker, and Jeez. all these cheeses from all over the world and shit. 
you know. Just, I mean, I mean, the guy was very impressive, but he he's not sleep. He never sleeping. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking, I told him, I said, oh, I don't can do this. I said, I'm 72 years old. I don't can stay up all night. No. And usually I take a nap in the daytime. I'm not even taking naps. And I said, I just don't can do this. Well, let me tell you something. My son came on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. He only needed five minutes with that guy. Really? Oh, good. This cool. guy, you have, I'll guarantee you, you never was meet a man like him. He never shut in his mouth. <laughs> Always go, go. He doesn't give nobody me, else a chance to talk. His jaws are flapping constantly. You you don't can talk. I mean, this guy just talk, 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 talk. And 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 I said to Dwayne, I said, you know, if there's one thing I really have to say I don't like about this guy, he never shutting up. And I'm used to quiet. He never shutting up. So uh, day after thing, he was coming every night. Day after Thanksgiving, day after doing leaving, uh, he comes over, opens up my screen door, and uh, I say, what you doing? He said, oh, I got some stuff to bring in. I thought, oh, what's he bringing me? Ah, you know what he bringing me? His goddamn clothes. <gasps> he has his clothes, a couple oh, boxes. And he's that. trying to move in. I said, what are you what? doing? He lesbian you hauled you. Yeah, I said, what are you doing? And he says, well, we're together so much, I thought maybe I might as well move what? in. I said, oh, oh, no, no, you don't get moving. No, you don't get no. moving with me. No, you don't get moving with me. I'm sorry. And right then and there, I get so upset. You know, that's how I got on the podcast, Mama, actually. Um, yeah. I just <laughs> moved in. <laughs> I just moved in. It's really hard to kick somebody out once they move in. Yeah. Well, the police told me I was lucky that I, he didn't stay oh here. So they how did the police get involved? If he would have been here three months, I'd have had a hard time getting oh, out. Oh, no, it, it's super hard. Yeah, because yeah. it's like squatters' rights yeah. in Washington are actually like way Yeah, they got more than, rights than yeah. you then. Yeah. So, yeah. so, Mama, at, at what so point? So anyway, yeah, I go. find out. This guy want to know. He's seeing me take pills. So no. he want to know. Oh, no. Tell me uh, exactly. He said, what's wrong with you? Tell me everything. I want to know everything so there's no secret. I want to know what's wrong. So I start telling him all these things that's wrong with me. And he says, damn. He says, you sure don't act like you got that stuff wrong with you. And I says, well, that's why I take the pills. Well, he ended up stealing a half a bottle of my pain pills. The man, I called the police. The man, uh, the police said, unfortunately, there's nothing they can do. There's no, it's not against the law. He can come here if I want to let him in. Fine, we're two adults and yeah, all that. Yeah, but I feel nothing. like from you. stealing medication yeah. is a... You know. But I have to prove that. Yeah, and see, yeah. Le- legally, you could say, hey, we were dating. She gave me these, you know. But oh, yeah, there could be all mm. kinds of excuses, you know. And I have to prove. I couldn't prove. So anyway, I kicked his ass out of here. There Not a go. girl. And um, so. Has he tried reaching out to you since then? Oh, God. <laughs> the guy is manic bipolar. Mm. 
That's which is awful. That's tragic. We, oh yeah, we had a guy right here down the street yesterday. Had the they had the task force out and everything and locked himself in his house. He's going to kill the police and all. Oh, I didn't know you lived that close to me. <laughs> oh God! I'm telling you, it's terrible. Oh sweet. Well, I don't live in a good neighborhood. Mama, in the future, you got to run all your men by us. Yeah, I yeah, guess right. That's oh the my God! Well, I Send told him, him about your background show and everything, and, yep. and he thought that was just so cool. Well, then the police, you know, he, what he doesn't know is our police department. They looking after me. Since my husband oh, died, they they looking cool. after me. They really liked my husband really well. And so when he died, they promised me I'm at their disposal. You oh, know, whenever hear, I need anything, anything, they're going to be here. Well, you're pretty cool, so I can understand yeah, right? that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the police, they're going to chicken him out for me. I'm Good. so sorry this happened they to you, sweetheart. They him out. He do before me. He has 13 other women who doing this too. And he want your money. So he's just a predator. He's just a career yeah. predator. Yeah. He, 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 just stay, he knows enough about the law that he can he go can get just away with it. so yeah. far. That he knows sucks. how far he can go. That's weak. Do you believe and in I karma? wrote two Mama? checks when he was here. One for $400, one for $200. You wrote him checks? Yes, to go, oh, cash, to, go to the grocery store for me. I needed groceries. Oh. I can't keep eating all this freaking cheese and <laughs> So the first one was $400. He come back. Why you got to hate cheese? We got a Wisconsin well, girl in did here. He come no, back I love cheese, but I can't just eat cheese. I have to eat other things besides cheese. <laughs> did, did he come back with 400, 400 bucks for the groceries? Is a lot no, for groceries. listen to this. Oh, he came back. He had more cheese. Well, he had a $40 bottle of wine. He had uh, some scotch. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, he bought he took all your money and bought booze. Well, he bought that. And he said, I gave him a list, and I says, where is the food I had on the list for you? He said, little lady, he says, you going to start eating healthy. And nothing on that list was healthy. These Twinkies, these oatmeal pies. <laughs> this booze no, is so healthy. This right. scotch no, is fantastic. Like uh, they were sold out of all the food you wanted, so I replaced it with alcohol. <laughs> oh, yeah. The grocery wow. store had burned to the ground when I arrived. So. Oh, yeah. Well, I found out. He says, look what I got. And he went to the Daily News. Like I said, his dad just died. And he got a obituary for his dad, all sealed in plastic, really pretty thing. And he says, isn't this beautiful? I says, yeah, it's really nice. You did it with your food money. And he says, it cost me $308. <gasps> and I says, did it cost me $308? Yeah, baby. But he says, I'll make up for it. Don't worry. I'll make up for it. Oh, man. This guy sucks. Well, so how did you this keep your sucks. son... From burying this guy in the desert, and oh, does your God, son need was, help? Because I'll drive the car. Stay. He was supposed to stay two I'm nights. I'm a really straight shot. Yeah, he he, he was supposed to. No, stay seriously, two I'm imagining nights. him just pulverizing this guy. One. I'll have some cheese with you. He <laughs> could hardly stand it. But see, my son's thinking, well, the guy's. A I mean, he's really crazy. 
I don't want to ruin my mom's friendship, you know. And he goes yeah. home and he says, God, he goes to work and he says, God, I think I maybe cost my mom her boyfriend. I When I talked to him that night, I said, Dwayne, I threw him out. No, you didn't cost me my boyfriend. Don't say that. I'm sure he's happy, though. Well, I would think Dwayne you, would have found this guy and choked him. The honest you know? truth, the guy did. He was so freaking nice. He did steal my heart. Oh. And then it was like he just stomped all over it. Nah, that's awful. You well, know, you know, um, we're so sorry, sweetheart. I mean, it, it I mean we are so sorry. It was an awful thing to happen to me. I'm just now starting to get over it. But the police are watching my house and that. And this guy's telling, I didn't even hear. But this guy's telling my son about he wants to get this high-powered rifle and pistol and shit. And my son looked at him. He said, hey, that's my mom. Are you all right? Sure I am. He said, your mom lives in a neighborhood I call the Wild Wild West. And he said, Jesus. He says, um, not that bad. He says, ha. Ah. He says, that guy that broke into her house one day walked right in her house. He's been running around out here. We had to get a gun out. And Jesus, he did have my gun. I let him use my gun in case the guy came in here. So I'm really a lucky person. <laughs> I'm very, very lucky that the guy didn't hurt me. But yeah. I got a call. I got a call the day after I threw him out from my neighbor. And she said, Louise, honey, she says, um, is your boyfriend all right? I said, I don't have a boyfriend. No, he's not all right. Well, we were wondering because have you seen outside yet? I said, what do you mean? Go look out your front door. So I go look out my front door. My yard is absolutely beautiful. 3.20 in the morning, this guy is out there waking all my leaves and making my yard look nice in the freaking dark. So Does that just, make sense? I think he's just messed up, sweetheart. I think he's, <laughs> yeah, he's just well, a messed, he messed up cat. Me up too, but I'm, really I'm sorry all right, to hear and that. I'm thinking positive. And I don't have to worry about this you guy see, no stay more. clear of him, sweetheart. But he's already saying on Thanksgiving that Christmas, I think wow. you know what your Christmas present going to be. Don't stay away from the guy. Yeah. I mean, I don't, know, I don't know what his deal is, but it sounds like he's not playing with a full deck. And Oh, yeah. well, I'm staying away. Yeah, stay you know away. what the yeah. police officer said? If he comes in my yard, he said, unload on him. And he says, we'll be there in two, two, two minutes yeah. to scoop him up. Well, I'm sure Make your sure son... Make sure there's only one story to tell. Yeah. yeah. Yours. <laughs> Yours. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sweetheart, well, we're... This took a dark turn. We're so sorry. The word justified like, comes to mind. I just, you know... Yeah. You know, praying on our sweet old mama Hognado like that's yeah. sort of unacceptable. Though, well, did I you catch... Know he's telling me he's 68 because I'm 72. Mm-hmm. I find out from the police he's only 61. Well, my son is 50, so there's he's 11 kind of years. Yeah. It's just like dating my son, you know, just, oh, my Atta God. Girl. Hey, good enough for Demi Moore, good enough for you, sweetheart. Well, hey, mama, yeah, but let me tell you, mama, my, my son. My wife is 11 just, years younger than me, so I can't really talk. Uh, my son, he couldn't believe it. He yeah. couldn't believe it. He right. said, Mom, five minutes. Hey, I'm there five friggin' minutes, and the, I already got the guy pegged. You know, he never shuts up. I told you. Sweetheart. See, none of this would have happened if you voted Trump. <laughs> oh, <laughs> maybe. 
<laughs> is that who you voted for? No, Sweet, but oh, Democrat. Man. That's what that, it all started with the Democrat story. Right. Hey, hey, Mama, you would have said you were a Republican. You would never had to deal with this guy. <laughs> Did I catch in the middle of all this that your name's Louise? Yeah. Louise, it's very yeah. nice to meet you. Yeah, we never It really is. That. It's so nice to hear. Uh, you know, you're, you're Mama Hognado, but it's really nice to know your real name, Louise sweetheart. Louise Kulina. I mean oh. Awesome. Well, Louise, uh, I'm, I'm actually kind of stoked that I know your real name now. I mean it. And we, oh, lo- we well, love you, sweetheart. You. We, we love but you. I apologize. That's why I haven't oh, oh, anything. No, I've do not. been nuts. I've been nuts. Well, it broke our heart to hear the voicemail, so we just wanted to give you a quick call and just tell you that we love you. And... Um, and, oh, my and, son's not going to be too happy now. Oh, don't tell him. It'll be our little secret. <laughs> well, he's listening to you. <laughs> this is all... Hey, bro. We love you, man. And oh, and I'm going to get that song done, dude. Uh, you know, he, he knows I what mean, I mean. He said, you know, it's all my fault. You know, I should have never let the guy in. No, and I'm, don't beat yourself up over I it. I called and apologized to him. I told him. I said, honey, I'm really sorry. I made such a big mistake. Mama, we all do dumb things we because of our hearts. You know, yeah. Mom, you always make mistakes. Nothing. <laughs> well, the the truth is, darling, um, you can't close yourself off from possibilities. Um, well, I should so. have, because I was thinking later, I must have been. I don't know what happened. I just don't. I must have. You know, my he was brain nice took to you. a leave of absence. Yeah, he was sweet I, to you. He was nice. I've always said sense. I never want another man. Not that I don't like men. But in honor of my husband, you know, 34 years, we had a good marriage. I don't want another man. And at 72 years old, forget it. No, I don't want no more. So why I fell for this idiot, I don't, well, he was just. We've all fallen, vill- fallen yeah. victim to a charming person. It just happens. But yeah. Mama, we got to let you go. Uh, we love you, and we'll catch up with you in the near future. All right. Well, I'll be calling you. I'm okay now. Thinking positive again. Nice. Back to my same old self. And, and thank you once again for those delicious nuts. Yeah. Oh. It only Did took me a month to deliver them. What's that, sweetheart? You was eat your chocolate, too. Oh yeah, uh, those oh, guys the had their chocolates. Yeah. Um, the chocolates made the nuts even more tasty. <laughs> oh yeah, I bet. It's like on a weird road. We love you, Mama. Okay, we love you too. Love you, sweetheart. Bye bye. Bye bye, hon. Damn. What a drag. Wow. That was even holy, more epic. Holy crap. I'm glad she's okay. The guy just inserted yeah. himself into her life, man. Yeah, I- that's. I don't know how someone could do that. I mean, obviously, there seems to be a mental issue with the People guy. People do. I mean, like, right now at work, I have a dude who was, like, waiting outside for me. And you know, I thought my homegirl cool. Lyric was like, hey, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm waiting for Red. I'm giving her a ride home. And she was like, do you have her number? And he's like, uh, he's shooting. And Lyric is hood. Lyric is like me, but way more hood. She's awesome. Was she's, she the one that appeared in some of the Periscope videos? Yeah, she's appeared in some of them. And like, um, there, I think there's some videos of us like sledding the other day. She came nice. over and like, we went sledding. Nice. Yeah. But she was like, well, if you don't have her number, what are you doing? You know, she's like, I'm going to wait out here until like Red comes Good out. for her. Because like, she's like, I'm not about to like let, you know, anything how, happen. Yeah, how do you handle something like that where like, I mean, obviously you're- It's going to happen. You're, 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 yeah. People are going to- Weird where, attachment. However uh, weird people may be, but mm-hmm. some people are going to have like feelings and create a, a, an alternate reality that you don't even realize is going on. How do you burst that bubble without the, the fear of them being completely Psychotic. insane? Yeah. I mean, sometimes you kind of just have to like accept the fact that, 
you know, they might be psychotic and you might be putting yourself in a really dangerous situation. Because that's happened where I was like, oh, man, like I've, you know, this person has found out like where I live and like stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, okay, you know, well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. And then you just kind of, I don't know, you just kind of explain, you explain it. You're like, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> I do own a firearm. <laughs> and I don't mean that in a weird way. Mm-hmm. I just, just wanted to let you know. know. <laughs> just throwing it up there. Yeah, I guess you can't be like, look, man, you're just creeping me the F out and everybody around me. Yeah, I mean, I actually, I did say that to someone once. I Because they walked up to me while I was walking my dog. And I'm like, oh, you scared me. Like, just. Yeah. Reactionary. Like, oh, you scared me. And they were like, what do you mean? Why did I scare you? What's scary about? And I'm like, well, oh, my that, God. That. <laughs> yeah, that. Your response yeah. is a bit unnerving. Yeah. yeah just man. a tad. Go. So. <laughs> wow. Wow. But, you know, me. you just try to, you have to explain it like, you have to remember, like, you're in a strip club. This is a fantasy. I'm not real. But you think, I mean, I would hope that... <laughs> Except that you are. Except right? that I am very real. <laughs> and, 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 and these guys are really weird. They're, they're, they're <laughs> yeah. real, too. Yeah. Because uh, you would think that they'd, like, I don't know, I go to a strip club, and it's like a fantasy world. Yeah. I think it should be on both ends, like for the customer and for the stripper. It's a, exactly. You That's know, what I mean, it should be, but people don't get that. But Yeah, obviously. Obviously, I mean, we're hearing these stories. I mean, it's, it's funny. It never occurred to me that cats would actually hover outside the doors, but it always seemed to me that you guys could kind of slip in and out of that place quietly and unassumedly. I'm very wrong about that, huh? There's, I mean, there, you know so I mean? there is actually a, there's... There are ways to do it. Yeah, I, I just kind of assumed it was like. I was like, I'm not like, going to tell you what tell they us. are. Yeah. The, these women Let arrive there and leave there, but good luck catching them in between. Was always my assumption was that you guys were just smart and savvy and slick about that. Usually we are, and I mean, you know, a lot of us like leave together, you know, so it's not like we're ever like alone. Yeah, it's a pack of six girls with yeah. switchblades. <laughs> I got to ask you a question. Yeah. I just come aroused again. God. <laughs> it's like, you know, we just wish someone would roll up on us. We're like waiting for it. Like, God, we just want to You don't understand. Them. I have a roll-up fantasy. <laughs> Fruit roll-up? So we yeah. stabbed the guy and he was like, oh, God, yes. I didn't know what was happening. Where's my Prince Charming on his I, white horse? Yeah, or that, that's it. I'm quitting this job. Or this borderline homeless man driving a beat-down white Honda Accord from 1970. <laughs> Either one, fine. Either one. I saw... I've always been curious about this guy. I see some ladies doing this now with the Snapchat, where it's like these pre... And I noticed you mentioned on mm-hmm. your Twitter. So what... Explain to us what's going on with this. And also, what if anyone wants to follow you on Snapchat or yeah. become a member... I, it's... I, I'm really bad at it. I'm bad at Snapchat. I like kind of like... I didn't miss the boat on it, but I just... I'm really bad at using it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you can you can purchase a subscription to my Snapchat. And how do people do that? Uh, you can Venmo me. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. And they just hit you up on Twitter? Is that yeah. the easiest way? Okay. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I've noticed that I see some girls, like a lot of bikini baristas are doing that now, mm-hmm. too. Like our, our friend Rachel Barley, uh, she's done it as well. And, and it's like you become a premium member of the Snapchat, where the Snapchat, and the Facebook, and <laughs> yeah. the Twitter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's okay, old guy. I Continue know, your story. <laughs> Back in my day, we just paid girls directly. We didn't go through this Snapchat. We used to have to stalk them, man. We didn't have the web back then. So what is that? They pay on Snapchat to watch, like, you do a show. Yeah, basically. I mean, so, you know, people will, like, huh. send, I mean... How do I start my own premium Snapchat? You just say you're going to do it. <laughs> 
And then are you going to put on a show it. for me, Steve? Yeah. <laughs> what am I going to do open. on it? <laughs> Buffalo <laughs> Bill. <Open. Yeah. laughs> I'd F myself. I'd pay cash money to watch, watch you do the tuck and dance, brother. I would. I'd be like, I'm go- yeah, come on! Just swinging my hips and then catch it. <laughs> no, you got to-, <laughs> to be honest, I would once, too. So, I mean, that's, that's my, worth five dollars. That's not what I had in but mind. But it only takes one, you know? You got to, like, yeah, right? I, I don't know if any if you were watching Periscope, but there was this one day I had 1,500 people watching me. Uh-huh. So I was like, yeah. if everyone could just send me a dollar right now, that'd be, oh, cool. that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah no paid. doubt. Yeah, like a few people did it. Like yeah, someone I mean, was, you know, even a small amount of people at that point. Like, oh, She's sweet. like, you guys all suck. That is actually six what happened. Bucks. <laughs> it was like six. Oh bucks. really? And two of them were fifty cents at a pop. It's like, especially you guys. Yeah, you God. Know? <laughs> and that's the same guy who's waiting outside trying to give you a ride home. Right? I, I gave you a dollar. Yeah. You owe it to me. Yeah. Is Red coming out? Uh, no, who are you? Nope. What's her social security number? What? <laughs> we have a vetting process, sir. Yeah. <laughs> so let's take out a couple voicemails and then we'll roll on out. Um, here's our first one. Hello? Steve? Hello? Open. Is it on? <laughs> Open, uh, dude. Yeah. Try it again. Okay, guys. So, positive rant. I'm going on a positive rant tonight. I got to tell you guys something. My VCR. My VCR is the coolest and most awesome, most functioning piece of machinery in my house right now. Your vibrator? My VCR. VCR. (laughs) And I can attest to that. It's definitely more, it's better operating than her telephone. Yeah, right? Yeah, VHS player. I love watching VHS tapes. Awesome movies. Great stuff. You guys. Love you guys. She sounded kind of hot. She sounded kind of high. She may have been hot and high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The ones where they always have static, like yeah, no because you're what. never close to the frequency, yeah. like whatever the yeah. antenna yeah. is. Yeah. 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 I have a feeling if she's still championing the the virtues of a VCR, she probably is rocking one of the old. I school. will say <laughs> that is the best mo- movies ever. to me are fetish <laughs> properties. So I have a tremendous movie collection, and I have a remarkable VHS collection. Um, hundreds of cassettes uh, on top of all the probably seven or eight hundred DVDs. And is, it now, like, is VHS a new vinyl? As a VHS result of that, no. like no. I've kept my parents' VHS player, that. yeah. so I saying. can watch them up at family Christmas every uh, year. You can Not watch it on YouTube and Netflix. Well, no, well, we, we stream it's everything warmer. too. It's warmer quality. On, no, I just don't want to. Ch- I don't want. I'm not ready to. Ch- Sooner or later, the, the <laughs> DVDs will just continue to encroach upon the real estate, which is what's happening now. Mm-hmm. They are literally like three and four deep. You can't get to half the titles, but I still have them, and therefore I still have a functioning VCR. It's Open. just a museum <laughs> get with the future man I'm with the future man but all those cases look so pretty Wait. it makes my movie Ugh, I'm like the emperor I want my movie collection Sorry, to look I, I have a hard... eight track player yeah I right. don't mm. I don't have an 8 track player though those things did sound great man I know they did oh. yeah. I like how Rev's like get with the future the man who wears a monocle a and is an, guy. And, right yeah but that's speaking that's... of I joined Twitch by the way nice <laughs> we'll figure that out anyway. but there's a <laughs> difference a there's a difference between <laughs> going Ghost going so far back into weird alternative Victorianness and stuff like that, and oh, but living VCR's in the not good 80s. Enough. Coming from a guy that won't use a bidet. Yeah, I will not use a bidet, but I'm also not using just, like a uh, 1920s toilet either. I don't know. You've never pooed in a hole in the ground? Come on, Ray. I try not to. It doesn't work out well for me. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I have this huge collection of movies, and until each and every one of them has been duplicated on on DVD, which or Blu-ray, which a lot of them have, and 
It's once every third month where I'm like, you know what? Let's watch Better Off Dead. And I've got it on video cassette. <laughs> That's awesome. And Tony would be like, great idea. And of course, we have to suffer through the previews. Um, you know, and I love the previews too. With tracking, because they'll all be like, crap. Oh, yeah, "Coming like soon to video cassette." Yeah, and I crack up. It's like, "Coming soon to video cassette, Fight Club." You know, I'm like, "Yeah!" And it's oh it's it's God. just hilarious. I mean, I know you mean it's because funny. my parents have Wayne's World on VHS. Oh, oh I do too. But you know the like AIDS ad before it. Is there one? Yeah, mine, and it's like mine it's, doesn't have an AIDS ad. Okay, well mine does. <laughs> that is old school. Well, it's maybe like, that's good parenting. They're like, we'll freak her out by putting these AIDS commercials. You play, on. you play. <laughs> maybe, maybe that was the whole. Oh thing. yeah, that worked okay. great. She grew up to become a famous exotic dancer. Yeah. Way to go, guys. Sort of backfired. <laughs> Don't be promiscuous. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> Just because I'm an exotic dancer does not mean I am promiscuous. That is a you solid like point. to paddle grown men. How does that... I guess that is safe sex. Yeah, I was like, how does yeah, that... Yeah, that's the safest you can yeah. do when you're that's just not promiscuous. fulfilling desires. She wasn't the girl with the fist. Yeah. <laughs> now, that girl needed to watch those trailers. Yes. She clearly did not. Well, no, enough Purell will solve almost any problem. Oh. I mean, okay, first off, uh, second pour, off, burn. Just pour some Purell. <laughs> burn. Yeah. I ever tell you about the time I Pureled my, my backside? I ever tell you guys that story? Do you want, it, do you want you story time? You know, I've time? seen a lot of girls do this at work. So. Do they know? Know that it burns like a fire from the heart of the sun? Oh yes, they find but again, out. You know, you don't do it. You do it enough times because you're like, something's on me. Like I've seen girls pure all their entire body. Oh, I just pure all. Wow. Going back to that honey chat. Yeah, I, I almost <laughs> passed out from the pain. I was ta- oh. Tawny and I were doing a nice beach walk. We were down Alki, and then we rounded all the way around to where the houses were under construction. And I was like, man, this kind of sucks. But I need to have a moment of personal reflection. So I went in and had a sit down and had a moment of personal reflection. And then it was time to continue our lovely evening walk, holding hands under the stars, life is good. And I thought, man, we're probably four or five miles from the car. I want to make sure everything is just spectacular back there. I don't, you know, you want to make sure things are good for the hike. Mm -hmm. And so I went hand cleaner Mm -hmm. and I five or six pumps and I slapped that up in Ah. there. Dude, like I was, I was making tough guy sounds like, yeah. Keep it together. Oh, Keep man. Together. You know, and I hear my wife outside, like, through the plastic of the, the little, you know, honey, are you okay? <laughs> and, like, like, tunnel vision, I almost passed out, dude. It was brutally painful. Wow. It was so bad. That sounds terrible. So don't ever yeah. put Purell on your, your little sunflower. I wasn't planning on it. Don't, you don't ever want it that clean, brother. The bleach wipes are no good either. I'll no! just. <laughs> oh, my God. What is wrong with you? No, my dad did that one oh, time, okay. man. He okay. thought they were the baby wipes. Yeah. He reached back and oh, there were Clorox no. bleach wipes. <laughs> he said he almost lost consciousness as well. So, yeah, yeah. I'm beginning to wonder about your family. Oh, yeah, right? you should. You should. <laughs> Fantastic people. We need to have like a family gathering for all of us. Just oh, to meet our, all yeah. of our families. And I we, feel oh, like oh, my, my dad would love with the that. tape rolling. Yeah. I was trying my to remember the swear. Get, we gotta have your dad on the show then. Uh, you can what do was call the him swear? Right now. Well, you know, we've had, we have a limit of one parent per podcast. Okay. <laughs> Next time. Next time I'll. I'll warn my dad. I'll be like, Dad, you've got to answer the phone. That would be funny <laughs> if we could get each one of our, like, someone from our family all on, like, as a roundtable discussion. Just let them do the podcast. Could work for that us. out. My dad would, he would think that was the coolest thing ever. Oh, we'll have to do it then. <laughs> we'll learn more about Red. He'll tell you tons of stories. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll, we're making this happen next time. We're calling your dad. Okay. <laughs> I'm calling your dad. We're calling your father. <laughs> you don't, know what? Don't make Actually, us call your father, Red. You know what? I got pulled over one time in high school, and since my dad is, you know, the 
town cop. Like, oh, your dad was a cop. My dad is the the chief of police where I'm from. We did not have that information that. previously. Oh yeah, no. Oh, so man. when I'm saying the like, whole I don't dance a... at the club near to town has a whole new meaning now. Mm-hmm. Wow, good for you, little yeah. rebellious soul. Yeah, check her out. <laughs> Police chief dad, I'm taking on the world. That's right. incredible, yeah, but man. But that's what right I meant. On. Like, you know, you need a background check on someone. I can make it happen. Yeah, I don't know if now we should have your dad on. I'm afraid he's going to be like, who are you three these, men? These three. I'd be like, hey, dad. And he'd be like, okay, well, which one of you hasn't paid a parking ticket? Which one of you didn't? So is he well, uber no, cool or is he super really intimidating? He's really cool. He's really cool. He's really cool. Okay. He's really cool. Like, my dad is... My dad is one of my best friends. What was he like when, like you, back when you were like in your teens and started dating, bringing a, a boy back? Oh what was that like? God. That's why I don't mean. Was he cool yeah. or was he intimidating? Yeah. Of course, he's the cool to you. The first time I brought like a guy home, I didn't know I couldn't have like a guy over. Oh boy! Oh, so geez. I have the valedictorian who's two years older than me over, and we're standing in the kitchen, and he's like, "From me to rev away," and my dad comes in like in full uniform, gun out, get mm-hmm. the f- out of my. F- House. Nice. I'm gonna f- kill you. And it's the valedictorian. It's not some kid in baggy pants with a no. cigarette dangling out of his mouth. No, this was like a really nice. Did the kid flee? Oh yeah, he, yeah, he probably pooped his pants. He literally like gave me flowers one time by driving by and throwing them in my yard. <laughs> <laughs> You're really close. I can't get any closer. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I'm just picturing me sitting in the kitchen like, calm down. <laughs> Get out of my house. And I will as soon as you holster the fire on, you know? All we've done is... I'm not turning my back on you, sir. <laughs> you know we've only held hands. We've only held hands. Yeah, yeah that was the only thing we had done because he was like the really like Christian kid too. I was like, dad, you literally just kicked like the nicest guy ever. Did you, did you cry and run to your room and slam the door and I hate you, dad? Or did I you laugh? Threw glasses at his car. Threw glasses at his car. <laughs> I wonder if that was like the turning point for that guy. He was valedictorian, and all of a sudden he got into a life of crime. He's like, if I'm going to be treated oh, no, as he's a, cr- a psychiatrist. Oh. Currently treating my dad. (laughs) Sir, regarding your rage issues. (laughs) But no, my dad is super, super, super cool. Like, you know, about being like a stripper and everything. Like, he's very, very cool with it. But he'll pull a firearm on one of us if we're standing in your kitchen. (laughs) Yes. You brought home a long hair. (laughs) (laughs) And his weird bald friend and his other friend who's stroking his beard. Yeah, who's still doing it right now. Maniacally. (laughs) See, he'd be okay with that because he has a beard too. And he's bald. So he'd be like, Ah, you two are okay. Glenn, you're in. Glenn's out. Glenn's getting shot. He'd hate me for having (laughs) the Robert Plant wig, (laughs) man. Okay. (laughs) Crap. Or well, like, we, like Richard Simmons or something. That'd be great. I'll do a little jumping jacks in this. <laughs> See how non-threatening I am, sir? <laughs> Let's do one more voicemail and then we'll call it a day. This is awesome. It's amazing. Yes, you guys are awesome. Also, I forgot to say, oh, my GPR is the fastest rewinder in the web. Okay, you know how you used to have to get those little... Uh, Chevy She's got kind of a hot voice. Yeah. How can you tell? Her voice is no, hot. I'm, I'm with Glenn. She sounds sick. She's, I, want, I want her, I even through the static, that. I want her to tell me things that she VCR would tell me. VCR chat is the biggest look, turnoff ever. She's technologic, yeah. technologically. She's going to tie me to a pallet of video cassette. It's about the same quality. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. Rewinder and all that crap. Well, this thing rewinds in less than two minutes. It's so freaking fast. She's so high right now. She's having fun yeah. with us. <laughs> Olympics for VCR rewinders. 
my guitar would win. Okay, that's all I gotta say. Woman of Mistress of Static, will you please call us back again to discuss other things? <laughs> is her phone still on? I think it uh, is. No, yeah. dude. She's not even talking. Her voice is gone, but the static remains. <laughs> it is. I think she forgot. I think she forgot to hang up. Actually, what's weird is it's a creepy old vampire, and he's playing that, and it's a record. <laughs> That's what the static is. He's standing in his, you know, he's... You know like, what? That would make more sense than the rest of that voicemail. Yeah. I accept your reality. He's got like a phonograph. You know, yeah, he's playing an old of. tin, you know? Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Hang up the phone, lady. No. Oh, no. now I miss her. I was hoping she was going to come back and say something. She needs to call back more and every week and give us like a review of whatever other appliances you have in your house that you think are awesome. From Let me the tell you 70s. about my fridge. Your blender. My fridge is so cool. I've got the best front-loading microwave you'll ever have. Yeah. She doesn't have a fridge. She has an ice box. If she yes. has a VCR, um, she has on, an right? ice box. I lived in an apartment with an ice box, actually. No. That yeah, sucks. my first apartment on Capitol Hill, I mean, well, it had a refrigerator as well. Oh, okay. But I realized it had an ice box in it, which I thought was so weird, but I would put my dishes in there to dry. It was really handy. But also, the cupboard had this little door to the outside where, Did like... Did you the, live with the Cramdens in uh, Hollywood? <laughs> <Yeah, right? laughs> but it's where, like, the ice guy or, like, the milk guy back in the day would, like, put your ice or your milk. Huh. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, I remember, I remember the, 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 in the honeymooners. I remember they, they had a guy who would show up with a giant block of ice. Yeah, for the ice box. Yeah, that's what it was, and it was right underneath that. It was also really handy if you ever locked yourself out. Fun. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, because they never put anything under there. I was did, like, you, did, did you have to crawl through there once or twice? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> have you seen those new apartments that they're the, the studio apartments in uh, the, the apartments? Yeah. yeah, I hate them. They're like 130 square feet. It's 750 dollars a month in the U District area for a they're studio. They're everywhere. They're Prison ridiculous. Cells. They're, yeah, they're everywhere and they're terrible and like. Was well, it just a box? Dude, yeah, it's basically you can you can't even like fit your bed in there. Like right. it's terrible. There's no kitchen. Mm-hmm. You have a sink, and they're probably all a booked. toilet. Oh, I bet they that's, are. They are because dude, of like Amazon sucks. and stuff. Although, have you heard the news about Amazon? No. So. What was it? Um, Is this like insider info that you got at the club? No, no. <laughs> I read it. I mean, dance. I was reading it in some like British newspaper that they found Amazon workers living in tents outside of their fulfillment centers. Oh, no. Really? Uh-huh. Ugh. So, it's not looking good for Amazon. Right? Well, and also, they're in the middle of that, that that story we talked about a little while ago where somebody was, like, so upset because he was on, like, the employee of Watch review list. program. Yeah, you're on review. And he straight up ran out of the building and jumped off of the, jumped out of the building. He survived, but he was trying to kill himself because he was just so stressed. And now... The people that work at Amazon that work in that building are furious with the company because they're like, hey, um, could you have at least sent out an email to let us know what happened? Like, we all feel a little weird knowing That's that weird. somebody was so stressed out here at our work you- that they jumped out of a building. Well, I mean, Amazon does have a demand for like really, really high productivity. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you guys know anyone? I know a lot of people that have worked or I've, work for Amazon here. Well, my old bandmates. And they're all like, Best job ever, making tons of money, picnicking in the grass. Mm-hmm. Has that changed? 
Uh, fulfillment is a different thing because yeah. they get as many people Depends, as possible. Right. And I had a friend who uh, she uh, she just recently moved, but she was working there, and it was just whatever your time is, it has to get better. Yeah. Or they just keep on you, and then you get written up, and then oh. you'll, they'll just let you. Yeah. Go. See, the people I was talking to, I don't. They're they probably were, like programmers and stuff. Yeah. yeah. yeah these are yeah, my, f- my buddy. He's like, yeah. he's like he's worked his way up the chain since I've known him for like twenty years, and loves the job. And I remember when the first three stories were. Coming out, I'm like, hey man, what's going on at your place? And he goes, ah, it's a bunch of babies and nah, nah. that's it's the like, troglodytes. They're below us. And, yeah, pretty much. And they're expendable. True. Yeah, he's like, this is not true. And then I kept reading stories. I'm like, hey man, maybe it's not true in your section, but for these stories to be coming out, there's got to be some sort of truth to it. Like yeah. too many people are talking about the workplace conditions being awful. I guess there were some women who like smuggled um, like new iPhones out of uh, like out of the fulfillment center in their vaginas too. Wow, in Jeez. like Romania. If we're talking a six or seven, are that's they, impressive. yeah. No, that's what it was. Was it the it was plus? Like, was it the plus? That's impressive. Yeah, I mean, if it's yeah. the plus, that must be painful. I mean, well, huh. I mean, it might have also been the girl that I work with. You that's know. a good point. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Actually, that guy was just there to get the phone that she stole for him. <laughs> Can you help Thanks me? so much for this. It's not sexual. I'm just getting my phone. <laughs> I've got good news and bad news. Sir, you have not found the phone, but you did find my G-spot. <laughs> <laughs> call me, call me, call me, call me. <laughs> Wow. I'm sorry I went there, man. That just makes me think of a, oh. my, one of my favorite uh, strip club stories ever. I remember I was at a strip club and can the dance and my phone's ringing and ringing and ringing. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I'm thinking it's my buddies being like, we need to leave. I'm like, it's just in the middle of the dance. It sucks. Pull out my phone and the stripper's like, what's going on? And I'm like, oh no, it's fine. It's just an Amber alert. And then put it back <laughs> in my pocket and we both started dying. I'm like, that probably didn't sound very sensitive. Yeah. Like I'm like, oh good, I don't That's have that to leave. kid. I'm getting a dance. And I'm like, why is there an Amber Alert at midnight? Jeez. I have a question. Yeah. What was like the? Obviously, you have probably some of the weirdest, interesting, craziest stories, uh, conversations with customers. Yeah. What's the last time? Like the last interaction that just completely blew your mind. That's not the big Oh dirty. my god, it oh, happened we go. like two weeks ago. Well done. And yes. it was life changing. Wow. Like literally changed my entire perspective what? on everything. Jesus of Nazareth came in for a dance. I was yep. figuring a furry. He was kicked out because he didn't have shoes. <laughs> a furry shows up. Furry Jesus? We have not had a furry come in yet. That's that was an incredible response. Today. But no, like, because I was really, you know, the one tweet you reply to. <laughs> I don't understand Twitter. I'm playing with my VCR right now. He never does anything with Twitter. I'm terrified of it. The, the one, one tweet. One where I'm like, I quit. He tweets you and says, come hang out. Steve's coming. Yeah. I was like, That's awesome. Um, I'll think about it. All right. <laughs> but so this guy comes in and somehow like I was just, I was really into like the ethics and like not about the hustle, but. I don't know. He just changed my whole life. What did he say? That's too vague. Hi, my name is... <laughs> Cannot say name because he's very well known. Really? Um, yeah. Can we turn off the mics and can you tell us? Mahatma yeah, yeah. Gandhi yeah. comes okay. in. Turn, turn off the, the mics. mics. Okay.
Okay, and so we're back. So you're hanging out with Elton John. <laughs> Carlos Santana came yeah. in. <laughs> and just changed my entire view of the whole world. It was like I got my hustle. It was like he had my hustle in his pocket and gave it back to me. Wow. <laughs> so it was like ever since then, it's like I've just been like killing it at work. Oh, good. Oh, That's just what you needed you. then, apparently. That's fun. It was. It that was. is awesome. But it was just like, and I don't know why, and I don't know what it was about him, but it was just like, it was like meeting Jesus. Nice. Kind of looks like Jesus, too. <laughs> Drew Shreve was at the strip club. Yes. Sorry, Drew. <laughs> Dennis Rodman. There's wow. a buddy of mine. He's an incredible drummer, but everyone jokes with him because he straight up looks like JC. Uh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah, this dude's a drummer too. Yeah. Oh yeah, see that? So, yeah, there it is. Maybe it, was it was Drew Shreve. Yeah, love you, That's Drew. Right, drummers are smart. <laughs> says the drummer. Says M- the most one non-smart drummer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am so smart. All right, when we roll on out of here, um, this has been a blast, Red. Yeah. Thank Ta-da. you as always. We'll see you yeah. next month. Yes. I mean, you can have anytime you want to come. It doesn't have to just be once a month. It's never like, bad. Yeah. Like we're not going to be like, no. I'll, just, I'll be the person that shows up. I'll just, just work my way in on Tuesdays. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the next couple because we're off. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, cool. I'll be here by myself. Yes. Like, I'll be like, I'm going to figure out how to run the board. And <laughs> Done. <laughs> We can just show up and play Boggle or something, man. What are those two doing in there? You know? Hey, you know, they still got together. What? Did you guys podcast? No, we just played board We had games. to rewind some videotapes, man. <laughs> Jeez. I hope that. Lady with the VHS, please keep calling and telling oh, us about your yeah. awesome appliances. Please. <laughs> and get a new phone. Um, <laughs> get one with a cord. There's less static. So it's red underscore stripper? Yep. And uh, Periscope, just look for is, a red stripper? Yeah. I can't remember what it is. No, it's like the realist red five or <laughs> something. Something. I'm sure you can find it on your Twitter. It sounds like an anime on. hero. <laughs> yeah, right? All right, well, everybody have a great Christmas, great holidays, and uh, we'll be back in the near future. And Cheers. Glenn, we love you. Love you. Come see you me back. in Everett yes. uh, at the Everett Theater. Big show for window pane. Really important show. We're showcasing for some cats. I'm out of time. Well, you know, start the song again. <laughs> no, kidding. No, start the song again. Here we go. Oh, I love the other ending when we didn't. Okay, <laughs> now that I got some time. No, Window Pain's doing a big show. Uh, what am I talking about, Rob? Uh, your show. <laughs> oh, there's really a show. Uh, Saturday at the Historic Everett Theater. We're, the opening for, we're opening for Randy Hansen up there. But most importantly is we're showcasing... Um, kind of showing what we do for a cat that's working to get us into all the European markets. So it's a Ooh. big deal for us. If you make it out of that show, it would mean a lot to us. Yeah, and if you go, go crazy. Go buck go wild crazy, crazy while Window yeah. yeah. Pain's performing we, to show them that well, obviously they kick uh, ass. I don't think you need to show it, but hey, show them some love. Yeah, please do. And then for all of our friends and family that, that knew or were close to Joel or close to anyone that knew Joel, swing by Slim's on Sunday as well. Um, Celebrate his life. Yeah, yeah. And Noon to six? Uh, noon to six, and then I think it's going to continue after that. We're going to jam. It, nice. it, it's you know, I think ten miles wide. Guys are going to jam a bit. It's it's going to turn into a thing. So uh, yeah, and sorry for not being here last week, kids. I missed you. No, no, no worries, man. Did you ever get uh, read a, a copy of the Window Pane Record? Yeah, no. where are my CDs? I know, I know. Well, I'm going to make that happen. But see, we got to play the song again. <laughs> play I, the song again. I wanted to deliver it to you from Red. From what's the swear word your dad used? What? Scooter I, my daisy heads. That's oh, yeah, yeah, dude. Okay, so when you get a package that says to red from Scooter my daisy heads. Um, my trailer was gone for uh, the window pane trailer. I mean the band trailer. I don't live in a trailer. <laughs> Have lived in a trailer. I've lived in worse places. Down the river. I've lived on loading docks. But um, I wanted to get you t-shirts too. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I wanted to give you a whole care package, and I didn't have access to all my goodies. Okay. Now that I do, I'm going to take care of you, and I promise Thank it'll you. happen. I swear to you. Okay. Sorry, Red. I'm the only one that swears around here. I know. Yeah. I swear she's Hawk the only Nato. one that swears. <laughs> hey! I heard that one, too. Well, hey, everybody. I hope you all have a great holiday. <laughs> <laughs> I was down. about to apologize to you, man. You oh. pieces of <laughs> <laughs> oh. Thank you for listening and stay positive and love y'all. Our collective. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Happy holidays, everybody. Steve, take your fingers out of me. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.